is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Live from the Church on the Hill. We stand together, Shotlandia and Ukraine. This Scotland team has produced a sensational performance. I got the wheel to go a little low. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Not the first half, Stevie Clark, the Scotland players, the Scotland fans would have been hoping for Ukraine lead by one goal to nil at the break at hand and they have deserved it, it's been a below par Scotland performance and a very good Ukraine performance, those two of course go hand in hand, let's go back live to hand and speak to Andrew McLean, Andrew, the atmosphere before the game was, was just incredible, we spoke about the size of this occasion on a footballing sense, we spoke about how poignant it was going to be with everything that's been happening uh, in Ukraine, what's it been like? Describe the, the atmosphere to us during that first 45. Yeah, well, as soon as the, the whistle goes for the start of the game, it just turns into a football match, and fans will just react on instinct. And in the first, you know, few minutes of the game, there was songs coming from the Scotland end, there were songs coming from the Ukraine end, but there was just increasing frustration from the home fans here with every slack pass, with every lost ball. Every time Ukraine just managed to cut through the Scotland midfield, you could just sense the Scotland supporters getting frustrated, some of them getting up on their feet and, and shouting, you know, especially the, the balls into the box. For both sides from Scotland just haven't been good enough, not been finding either Lyndon Dykes or Shea Adams in there, and every single time an attempted cross has gone in, you can just feel that frustration. And there was booze as well when the, the half-time whistle went and the players were making their way down the tunnel because that, that's what happens in a game of football, no matter what the build-up has been to this game. These Scotland fans are desperate to get to Cardiff, to get to Qatar, and what they're seeing at the moment just simply isn't good enough. It's not what we've seen from Steve Clark teams over the years, and something is going to have to change in this second half. Yeah, the guys have been speculating about any changes at the break, whether that would be a Scott McTominay going into midfield and a, a Jack Hendry or a John Souter coming on, whether it's Stuart Armstrong or Ryan Christie to go and inject something else into that midfield or attacking area. Uh, any sign of anything at the moment, Andrew? Are they all out warming up? They're actually they're not on the pitch, they're just beside the pitch doing a sort of passing drill, but there's one player out on his own warming up with a coach, and that is Ryan Christie, and you'd think that that could be a change of personnel and a change of system. You'd think it'll either be Lyndon Dykes or Shea Adams, one of the two, to come off for Ryan Christie, and maybe him and, and John McGinn will, will float about in behind, and maybe even John McGinn drops in to try and add another into that midfield and make it a three with Gilmore and, and McGregor, and that'll allow Ryan Christie to float in behind whoever the lone striker is, but as I say, that Ryan Christie, he's turned round, he's making his way towards the tunnel, and you expect now that he will come out with the rest of the players for this second half. Well, there we are, it's decisive from Stevie Clark. Time will tell if it's the right decision, but it's decisive. He's given it to half time. It looks like it'll be Ryan Christie. Who makes way for him though? Mm. I would I would personally go with Dykes. I think Dykes has been a good servant for Scotland and he's a good target man, but it's clearly not working. And if you're going to bring Ryan Christie on, then you've got to play a different way. And I think with the pace of Adams and the creativity of Adams, he's worth keeping on. And I think you put then Christie and McGinn behind Adams, and I think you get a lot more for that. I think you then drag the Ukrainian back line out, much like they're doing to us. We're back three and give them something to think about. Yeah, he makes a good point there because what you do there is Gordon has two inverted players, can suck players in there, which allows you to free up Shea Adams to run that channels. Uh, and it, it, it poses different questions because they wrote one ball 
it's far too easy for them to deal with at the moment. Yeah, I, I would be surprised if, um, if it's Dice not Dice. Dice. Yeah, Dice comes back out. I think, I think it's a good change. I think it gives uh, uh, Ukraine something else to think about. And it had to be a change. I don't think he could have come back out with a starting 11. I, 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 I think the fans are restless. They know how important it is. The manager's got to make a change. Yeah, I mean, Simon, he's, he scored a lot of important goals for Scotland, Lyndon Dykes. Yeah, but listen, it maybe discourages us at the back as a team to play those long balls in. You know, it's not worked for us. Look the toilet there on the break. There's not been any off-your-seat moments in this 45 minutes. We're playing in the biggest game in Scotland's history in recent times, and there's not been anything round about their goal. We need to inject some more energy into the team. Ryan Christie, yes, that could be the answer, but I would, I would replace Dykes. It'll certainly give you energy, Mark Wilson, that's for sure. Well, he, he does, he gives you everything, he gives you energy, he, he can press high up the pitch, well. but right. the, the, the biggest thing is he gives you creativity. You know, he, he would be able to you know, play that pass into Adams, he would be able to bring others into play, and I think it's exactly what Scotland need at the minute, because I think Sid makes a great point. I think McTominay and Cooper get the ball and they're looking up and think, we must hit this long ball. Obviously, Steve Clark has worked on that, but there comes a time you've got to realise, midway through that half, this isn't working. It's, it's not getting to him, so we need to feed it in. I think, I think Christy Mark, would encourage I, I you. I think earlier than that as well, I think you picked up on it after 10 minutes, we were missing out the three boys in the middle of the park. In Ukraine, mm. we're beginning to boss that yeah. middle. I think it just discourages and a wee bit. It forces us to go and try and play through the team. Gordon, if you if you put Christie in that kind of number ten inside right mm. area, it also gets the Ukrainian midfield thinking. We've got to put a half an eye yeah. on watching him as well. Yeah, going to be interesting. We certainly do expect Ryan Christie to come on. I assume the players will be at least close to coming back out onto the pitch, Andrew. If they are, you can take us up to kick off, confirm uh, any changes, run through the the, the teams and take us up. I know maybe we're still a couple of moments away. Yeah, still a few moments away at the moment because the, the rest of the Scotland substitutes are out there warming up at the moment still and so are the Ukrainian substitutes. I can't imagine they'll be making any changes going into this second half because they did impress in that first half and they are deservedly ahead and I think there has been just a bit of a reset here in Hamden the supporters have had 15 minutes or so just to, to think things over and realise that this Scotland team need their support and I tell you what this is what it's all about everything resets when a game of football starts because the Ukraine players are out and there's some boos from the Scotland supporters because that's what it is it's a rivalry now they want to beat this Ukraine side it doesn't matter what's gone before and the Scotland players just making their way onto the pitch at the moment Shea Adams is out and Lyndon Dykes isn't so it will be Ryan Christie coming on and it will be Shea Adams uh, that will continue to play Lyndon Dykes is the man coming off for him so it'll be interesting to see how that works tactically will John McGinn drop in and make it more of a flat three in midfield along with Billy Gilmore and Callum McGregor because a big problem has been Scotland being overrun in midfield and will that allow Ryan Christie just to float in behind Shea Adams or will it be a two in behind Shea Adams with, with Christie and again Christie certainly going over to that sort of left channel it looks like as we get ready to kick off but Ryan Christie's had some big moments in a Scotland shirt he's had a very good season in the English Championship West Bournemouth he's the man that Steve Clark has chosen to try and make the difference in this second half and Yaramchuk is standing over the ball and we are just about to get underway for the second half 
Goal Flashes with Aspire Industrial Services, leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear. 45 minutes to go for Scotland. They need to get themselves back into this game. It needs to improve. And there's a long way to go. That would be the main message you would imagine from Stevie Clark. What do we make of that halftime change now that it's been confirmed that Che Adams yeah. stays on? Lyndon Dykes goes off and Ryan Christie replaces him. I think we all agreed. Yeah. I, think, I think everyone has agreed that it would be Dykes. So it'll be interesting to see. I think what they'll do is they'll play Adams through the middle and I think they'll play McGinn and Christie as a yeah. two behind. Yeah. They'll put McGregor and obviously Gilmore in there well, to dictate oh, the Oh, I was going to say, here we go so for the first time. Little handball, I think, from Christie. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Christie says it hit his face, but the referee's not having any of it. It was certainly a good move. We're getting into the right area as it pops up. Yeah. Now, if it, but if it comes off another part of your body oh, first, it's, it's not supposed to be a handball. So it's come to off of his chest yeah. and then onto his arm. Yeah, yeah. I think the referee missed the, and the and, chest and Look, I know that that jars with people. You watch it, you see it hit his arm, and you think, you know, fair yeah. enough. But if it comes off another part of your body first... It's, but I think that gives you a flavour of what we can expect, because obviously Christy picks it up, and then you get the runner from McGinn. So anyway, second half just getting underway. Scotland trail Ukraine by a goal to nil. It needs to improve, obviously. The scoreboard has to change, but even the performance level. It's hard to imagine Scotland getting anything out of this game if the performance level is like the one that we saw in that first half. So it's going to require a collective and some big personal improvements this half. I think it will. We need to create a chance first, you know, before we can even think about getting back in this game and that's been the most disappointing thing I think about that first 45 minutes is we've got used to watching this Scotland side be so dynamic and so refreshing going forward that we've been absolutely starved in that first 45 minutes of anything so look, I, I can't get much worse than the first 45 I'm pretty sure it can only get better I hope I don't come to Rural's words but I, th I think that's down to the opposition Matt. Me, I, I, I totally agree I agree as well does yeah. I think they've been excellent they've been just excellent. way they play their way for the back and the, find the, the space look at the, the space the, the early game. signs are that Scotland's change has not really helped us in terms of getting numbers because again Ukraine just find a way it goes out to Zinchenko you see John McGinn looking as if to say yeah. who's over there who's going to get him he finds a pass into midfield and uh, again they come forward Grant Hanley's got some defending to do here and um, yep, it's certainly not the blistering start to the second half we would have hoped for, but it is early, early days indeed. And that's why Ryan Christie helps so much energy, but they do get the break of the ball, Ukraine. Gordon, regardless of that change there, it doesn't take away from Mal uh, Malinovsky and Zinchenko in the middle of the park being technically very good on the ball. They have that rotation, they're comfortable, and then you can play through the lines. For me, it has to be a press on they two. They have to get close to they two and then that way you can get a turnover possession in the right areas. I mean, people are running away from John McGinn as if he's not there. It's not often you say that, and it means that Ukraine are in. They're about to try and find a cross into the box. This could be one of the final nails in the Scotland coffin, and it's into what? And it's in the back of the net. Scotland are 2-0 down, and that could well be that. It's Yarmachuk, the man who was booked early on. He's been involved in everything, and he has scored. It is a body blow to Scotland at the start of the second half. Downward header beyond Craig Gordon, and Scotland's World Cup dreams might just be over. Gordon, it's an incredible piece of football down the, the right-hand side. The ball gets chipped to the far post. It's a fabulous header back across, giving Craig Gordon no chance. However, this guy's been booked, and he's run into the crowd. If the referee's doing his job properly... He should book that guy and he should be sent off. Yeah, it's a very good point. But before we even get to that, he's just 
he's just done Aaron Hickey and Scott McTominay yeah. it's great moves he's as a striker as a centre forward that's great movement he's went towards the ball and then he's peeled off and he knows where his space is he heads it back towards uh, the, the far post it's a great header Craig Gordon no chance I, I agree Gordon uh, the evidence what I've watched so far we ain't getting back into this I'll pick holes in the goal from a Scotland point of view because you look at us when we got round the Ukrainian box in the first half and there was always somebody out there pressing to stop the cross well the Ukrainian player has enough time to put his foot in the ball and stop it and flip it to the back post and then we've got two players Hickey and McTominay to go there and attack it and win it none of them get off the ground and it's such a poor goal again a good goal from a Ukrainian point of view but again once again avoidable from a Scotland point of view and Alex he's not been booked second booking there you go he stays on the pitch yeah. but he's actually ran to the crowd yeah, like that's about 40 yards away we can we can give them that on this yeah, occasion let's be honest I don't think that was ever going to happen but I, I, ah, well, I, we'll just change the rules then will we yeah I just don't think see yeah. all the pre-match niceties have gone <laughs> out the window with <laughs> you <laughs> already <laughs> get them off <laughs> send them off but um, like they've just been they've been a class above us tonight. Yeah, they've, ta- to they've, they've taken the game away from us, you know, with their ability. They've, they've not allowed us to influence this game at all up until this point. Fifty minutes into the game, they've ab- absolutely bossed it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the frustrating thing though is obviously the timing because what really had the chance to see if the change will work or to I've try and get Scotland back into it and that's why it's so Scotland. important for Ukraine yeah and it's, it's an important here we go again yeah. first terrible pick it from, up. from Scott McTominay it's really loose from him and it allows Ukraine to, to launch something again but yeah as, as we said the timing even even the situation when the boy puts the ball in Hickey's in that position twice in the first half he put poor ball we've got one guy or maybe two in there we have bodies in there for, for the goal the boy it's a great header back. We've controlled again. We've not been able to ruffle the feathers because we can't get we're, decent possession. Yeah, we're right to give credit to Ukraine because they've been outstanding. But it's some time for Scotland to pick to have one of their worst performances under Steve Clark because you, you can a team can pass around you and be controlling possession. But when we've got it, we don't keep it and we're all over the place when they have it. And Ukraine looked at a third, but it's a good save. From Craig Gordon gets down low the offside flag was about to go up and then didn't Scotland could get absolutely battered here if this doesn't improve quickly Gordon forget yeah. the World Cup dream being over this could get very ugly yeah yeah, it's worrying uh, Gordon um, you look at we're at home uh, the importance of the game 52 minutes the goalkeeper Ukraine goalkeeper has not been seen you know it just shows you and I know what uh, Mark's saying on the ball we've not taken care of the ball not passed the ball we've not seen the Gilmores the McGinn's the McGregor's that we would talk about I think Hickey's get caught up Cooper's not had a you know a, a good game we've tried a change we're chasing shadows just now we need to we, we, listen we need a goal and we need it quickly but I don't know where it's going to I'll come tell you from what, but what a job they're doing because they've we, been, we, been we do get the press right on that occasion press everyone up so what do they do go along it gets flicked into Zinchenko and all of a sudden they're away again they, they've mixed it up all night haven't they got a lot of guys in Chenko he usually plays left back for yeah. Man City yeah, absolutely. he's sitting in there I think he has he's a midfield to trade isn't he he's in cruise control I have to say listen we can obviously do better but the actual performance this is as good as I've seen at Hamden for a long time they are popping us for, for fun the movement the rotation and they just can't get close to them at the moment Yeah, they kind of get within five yards anybody yeah. just yeah. now and yeah. that's that's seen something because we keep going on about our midfield and how good it is and we're right to highlight it 
but they cannot get near a Ukrainian player at the minute. I think you sometimes know when a team is sort of earning their own luck as well in the game. Scotland, any second ball, it doesn't fall to us. Any heavy touch, it just everything is, is going wrong, Gordon Deal. But that, like I said, most of that's earned. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I just think they've been absolutely brilliant. You look at our creative players that they've not been on the ball. You look at our two wing backs that we were talking about, Andy Robertson and Hickey, that we were so excited to see. They've not been up and down the flanks. We've not asked the goalkeeper anything at all. They, they've just been. Oh, hold on a minute. Tell me the referee did not give a corner there. He's gave a corner. Yeah, it's a corner, is it not? I thought Grant Hanley had done enough to win a foul. He yeah. came in and got the ball. And that's Steve a very corner. interesting call from the referee. Do you know the big problem that Steve Clark's got? He's 2 0, he's out, obviously, this yep. competition. If he goes and chases it, he can get, get, picked more, yeah. get, get picked off. Get picked off, and that'd be right away from us. As much as it's such an uphill battle just now, if they get a third, then, you know. Yeah, it's a wicked delivery from Zinchenko. Luckily, it evades everyone, but as we said, every second ball goes to Ukraine anyway, so there's really very little respite for Scotland. And again, they've got men over. Andy Robertson's on the wrong side, still defending from the corner. He's trying to hunt, he's trying to force it, but you can't have Andy Robertson up front. And uh, this is an exhibition from yeah. Ukraine at the moment. It's another corner. Yeah, it's men against boys. Yeah, yeah, it's men against boys. And the actual delivery, Gordon... From the from the near side, main side side there, I actually think he should score because he doesn't get enough connection mm -hmm. from that previous uh, corner, and they have to be mindful of it as they, they take another one from Zinchenko. If anything, quite clearly see they've grown confidence after that second goal yeah. because they were good up to that point. They've just went to a different level after the second goal. Yeah, they've got up a gear. Yeah, Scotland defending again, and it's over Craig Gordon's bar. This is grim stuff for Scotland. Oh, yeah, I'll be interested in Steve Clark's next move here. I, I'm looking at the Midlay Park. As much as I love Billy Gilmore, I don't think he's offered anything at all tonight. Um, you know, Hickey's getting caught, one-twos. I just think, I think they've been excellent. I really do. I think they've been absolutely excellent. You've got to give them credit. Just looking at the goal there again in slow motion, and Hickey actually ends up tracking him in. But I think McTominay, it does, it doesn't do even better. Seem, it doesn't even see him coming. He's almost half turned round as the goal goes in. I just think it's great movement, Mark. If, if you see his initial movement, he goes towards it and then he peels off yeah. and he causes problems. And all of a sudden he's, up, he's got the, the it's advantage, a and it's, it's a, a terrific header. header. Like the Benzema see, one just should we score that, Simon? We'll be raving about it all night. We don't look like even getting into the Ukraine half, never mind that's, that's scoring a disappointment. goal. That is the disappointing thing. They're 55 minutes in, they've struck a blow. As Mark said, it will probably picked a, a worst possible time to put a performance in like this. Yeah, again. Oh, oh! Callum McGregor goes chasing the goalkeeper down. The goalkeeper fires it off Callum McGregor and it bounces just wide. Scotland extremely close to getting themselves back into this mm. game. That's our luck. You know, yeah, maybe it's not your another, night. And another day, you think that oh, it's back keeper. off the goalkeeper. Yeah, I think the referee's given a goal kick. And again, you're looking for things like that to maybe go your way. Scotland haven't been good, but did we get um, the corner? Yeah, I think we did in the end. And no, we can't even win a corner. Oh. Yeah. It's not our night. We were very unlucky there because it was a very good press by Callum McGregor. There's a lot to be annoyed there. Like you say, you're looking for the ball to drop in. It's then clearly a corner. And now Ukraine goes striding forward. 
And it's got the feeling of one of those nights, unfortunately, as Ukraine square it, and it just oh, passed the post. Goodness, wow. It's going to be a corner. We this are, is tough. This we is are a getting tough run watch. ragged here. We are getting taught a football lesson. This team's movement is brilliant. Well, you know, they're supporting each other. Too easily there. You know what? I was going to say that, Alex. It's, it's not even the most. The flag should have gone up, probably. The movement is good. But I think in numerous occasions, their players have just breezed by your players. You see Cooper that time? I thought he actually looked favourite to win that ball. Is it Cooper and, he went by? And, and he just yeah, went by him in the touchline. Yeah. And I saw him with McTominay a couple of times in the first half as well. We look... We look, you know, dead in our feet. The possession stats will not be anywhere near in Scotland's favour at this stage. If anything, we thought the first half was was tough. It's, it's got worse for sure, not only in the scoreboard, but we're even further out the balance of play in the second half. Yeah, the second goal's yeah. it's knocked the wind out of sails completely. Yeah, and, they, and every single pass Ukraine make goes to a yellow shirt, and we've yes. got a real problem here. There's an overlap, they're into the box. It's only half cut out. And Andy Robertson scrambles clear. They have to just sell down, Gordon, because they're actually at sixes and sevens. You know, they're, they're trying to press. They can't go up the pitch. And I think that'll go, uh, I'll go back as well with John oh. McGinn. This is, a, this, is a do, this is a dodgy tackle here. This yeah. could be a red card. John McGinn's showing a yellow card. He did uh, come away with the ball. He's he's heavy, his on. touch was poor. Yeah, heavy yeah. first touch, which is unlike and, him. And he lunges, yeah. uh, which is... And I have to be honest with you, that could quite have been a red think so oh, as soon as you go off the ground you're running the risk Gordon yeah yeah. That's up. is yeah. the Ukraine player not doing similar thing I, th I think because it's a poor touch for him yeah I know that that then exacerbates that's, yeah of course but again should it I, I can't tell where the Ukrainian player was I just from behind there I, I mean to be him. fair he's got a hole in his shin pad so we'll give him the benefit of the doubt <laughs> on that one I take it back I, I, know it's, it all back. I know it's very easy in the sidelines for us uh, but in the sidelines I think Steve Clark's got to got to do something here I know he's made the substitution with Christie nothing's happened did he go to a back four did he change you know because they're just playing round his like he could maybe another base. three players on yeah. that's what he can yeah, do it's, I just it think like. he's got to I think he's got to change uh, go to a back four maybe he's done that before Mark and try and get people forward I just don't know but they've been excellent I think Scott McTominay has gone into midfield it looks like Aaron Hickey's to the right of the back three it does look like yeah. a back four now back four, four now back yeah. Four, yeah. Uh, yeah sorry back four yeah. so um, done does yeah. I think he saw that already he did didn't I he? didn't I can honestly say uh, <laughs> I didn't but I would like to see personally I, 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 I love young Gilmore I think he's offered not, he's not getting on the ball he's not effective I would bring someone like Armstrong, Armstrong on yeah. that can go and try and get you forward yeah. you know it's not a bad shout actually Do you know what, the ball down. does it not have the feeling of one of those nights where it does not matter, matter. what we do it, it kind of feels like that unfortunately but you're absolutely right Gordon but the thing is as Dad says uh, see if you don't do nothing nothing will change, change. You know, yeah. so you have to try and do something maybe change the personnel try and get you on the front foot in one way or another um, it's the first time I've gone with Mark here and I agree with him bringing our three on hopefully the ref <laughs> doesn't see <laughs> they've shown lots of replays of this I'm not sure there was anything untoward from Liam Cooper Yarmolenko may have taken a sore one you would expect then they are well within their rights to start slowing things down if they want to he's done well tonight Gordon uh, obviously they, he scored the first goal but did that get given as a free kick to Ukraine it did wow. I think Yarmolenko's actually saying there he, he won the ball I he think did. he actually said that Cooper did win the ball no, 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 you can tell I'm starting to get impatient yeah. well. 
we all are. So I'm just feeling are. sorry for this table. It's took a wee bit of doing in the last 15 minutes. In front <laughs> of us. a few bangs yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah that's, listen, we can clearly get frustrated here as well because we just can't seem to get a foothold, you know, every time we try and get the ball down. It hasn't quite worked for us. I think individually. You know, I, I know tactically we've been undone as well, but individually, you look at McGinn and you yeah. look at the players we've relied on heavily over the couple Campaign, of years. Yeah. The, the, the first touches, they kind of complete a pass. I, I, I'll back mm. up. I think this is one of Scotland's worst performances yeah. under Steve Clark. But it's also people. one of the more impressive position yeah, performances. Yeah. This is a good one, Aaron Hickey. Just shapes one round the face. It wasn't that's a bad idea. That was a nice. That's a beautiful that was ball. a culture ball round the corner. No takers though. I think it's he's a great bit of play. I think he's got a, a case to expect someone to do a bit better here. Mm. I think that is. I'm not exactly sure anybody can do that because D- D- uh, she had him, sorry, had made the first run past the first post, and the guy at the back post couldn't quite get across the face of the keeper. Yeah, there's John McGinn. Maybe there's oh, something on here for Scotland. It's Ryan Christie. He just slips it, but I think Adams will be offside. No, he's not. He's not. It goes back to Christie. Good save from the keeper. I think the flag might have gone up in the end. No. Uh, it's about as good as Scotland have offered. It's, it's the best move we've had, I think, really. That's the reason why he was brought on, Simon. You know, Christie picking up he's the ball. A couple of yards. But, but Gordon, you're hoping he picks up that ball in that area yep. and looking for that Freddie pass. On the half turn, yep. Mm. Well, again, it's Scotland press, but Ukraine just too good. You know, play to go, the ball. I don't mind that. See that if Fill you're going to get a press, up. at least if you're putting a press on and getting a, a contact yeah. with them, then you're getting a bit closer. Obviously, it's a clear foul. Yarmolenko's been great tonight. His goal's outstanding, but coming in off that right hand side into that hole, causing problems. Liam Cooper doesn't know where he is, mm. but and he fouls him there, deep in the inside right yeah, channel. How important is it to try and Settle now. I know that sounds ridiculous because there's 62 minutes gone, 2 0 down, and you've offered very little. But there is half an hour to go. Absolutely. Try and get one back. Mm. If it's one back with 10 minutes, you throw the kitchen sink. The, yeah. the dynamic of the game changed. It's it's, it's desperate, and we're, we're not we're not even in the game. It's changing the momentum. That's that's going to be a difficult part for us. You know what? We have to look at our own game against. Was it Austria? We were 2 0 up and we were cruising yeah. and before you know it totally a, a goal and yeah. then Scotland were all over the place and they scored another and the game ends 2-2 you're right there's opportunity still to get in this the only thing I'd say is I'm not confident we where it's going to come from no, of course not. Going, no. you know but uh, you're so, but right the point is that Callum McGregor one can drop in yeah, yeah. Get, it can. you just need a moment you, you get a goal you get the confidence we're just I look at our team tonight and think who would you give pass marks to not many out there the Craig Gordon has had a yeah. terrific save but you know the big players that we looked at Gilmer to dictate the game uh, McGregor's you look at like, uh, McGinn for instance not been involved and Shea Adams is the offside that time he's not he crosses one in it's header clear so like Scotland set the bar so low in this game it is a, it's a bit better and that's a good tackle Grant Hanley Scott McTominay is he going to go down surely it's a free kick in the first place referee says no Shea Adams gets the ball into the box but it's him you want in the box yeah, in yeah, that position because yeah. Christie's too far detached to get in but you know the good thing about that then Gordon there was a, 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 one of the centre-halves went and pressed the middle of the park and you get a turnover possession and they have to do that have to gamble and they have to try and get we, we look in like the right t- areas we look like a team there now Alec that everyone's looking round if they say can you give us that spark can you do something out the ordinary here to give us that lift they've got to give themselves a lift I think Jack, Jack Hendry, Hendry is yeah. going to come on um 
Is that back to a back three or I don't know what's the what's the thought process? I've no I'm not idea. sure about that one. No. It depends on may well be an injury. You know, you know someone's carrying an injury at the back. I think the obvious but one. But he can step forward. Cooper. I think the obvious one that I would bring on you guys is earlier, Stuart Armstrong. Somebody yeah. with actual running power. Better pace. Yeah. It's just been the weirdest type of game though. I mean, McGinn's got running power, Adams has got running power. You've just not seen any of it. Christie since he came on. And here goes McGinn, but again, he's got very little. We've got, we've got one, but two in the box. We've got two in the box. Ryan Christie goes for the ambitious to Andy Robertson, but Ball. Ukraine do well. Yeah, but this all stemmed from McTominay in the middle of the park. He's actually turned over possession three or four times yeah. in the last couple of minutes. It's well done, Callum McGregor. He thinks he's won a throw-in. Referee agrees. But the thing is, Alec, if, if you're going to get back in the game, you've got to commit players in the box. Yeah. We've got two guys in the box. Ukraine have got five. It's got to take a special oh, ball. Oh, and that might just sum it up. It's yeah. Billy Gilmore very rarely. Yeah. He's I, just turned and just fired out the pitch as Scotland looked to build something. There's a change. Hendrick. Yeah, it's going to be think, Jack Hendry who comes on. I think they stay with a back four because it's I know better. it's not been great, but better. we've been up the park a wee yeah. bit more. There's been improvement. Uh, and I, I've got a funny feeling that Steve Clark uh, is going to replace Billy Gilmore at some point. I just, I like the lad, but I just don't think it's been his night at all. Yeah, Ukraine have done ever so well and Scotland just can't get much right. It, look, it's been better in the last five minutes, but again, that's not really saying much, unfortunately. There's Aaron Hickey and there's a bit of desperation as we swing it in, but it almost works. Scott McTominay, what an opportunity. That, that would be... No, at least we're making, making Ukraine defend. Yes. A bit. That's a, yes. That was the problem in the first half, or for 66 minutes. Armstrong and Hendry are coming on for Scotland. Yeah, you have to say. You could take anyone off, couldn't Gilmore. you? Gilmore. Gilmore all day. The, the, the change is most certainly helped. There's Ryan Christie, he's slotted it through. Scott McTominay tries to square it. Keeper gets a hand. Oh, 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 oh. It's an absolute sitter from John McGinn. Can't believe it. Scotland's main man in front of goal. 12 goals under Stevie Clark. And <laughs> that, that might just be the easiest of the lot. It is a sitter. The keeper has a nightmare. From John McGinn, he's six yards oh, out. He's got a score. And... That could be that for Scotland. Scotland should be back in this game. We talk about moments. 99 times out of 100. We spoke about it a couple of minutes ago. Just something to drop for us. It does. And the guy that you want it to drop to is him. And he's, he's just headed it wide of the post. I, I can't believe he's missed that. That's yeah. an absolute sitter. That's a game changer. He gets that. That gives us such a lift. And you gives think you 25 minutes to oh, get back. Oh, what a lift terms. it gives you. Who's it off? Oh, it's an absolute sitter from John McGinn. He's the man that got us here in many ways, but it's a sitter. Uh, Jack Hendry's come on for Liam Cooper, by the way. That makes sense, that move as well, because he can step forward. And I think Armstrong for, is it Billy Gilmore? Yes, it is. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, you're bringing energy and legs. Henry can step forward and play as well. Chance. What an opportunity that was. Oh. The keeper's absolutely had a nightmare. He's flapped at it. Yes. I, I think it's three or four yards and John McGinn misses the target. Oh, you're waiting in the net. Oh. Here we go again. Yeah, the keeper looks a bit shaky. He's giving it straight to Ryan Christie, but he can't squeeze it through to a teammate. But his skipper's there. Stands it up. Go on. No one wants to attack that one, though. Uh, and this is certainly Scotland's best period, but they are 2 0 down. They need something. They need something soon. And we thought it was it in the form of that John McGinn header. And this is better. Scotland really putting the pressure on. It's Ukraine who can't get out all of a sudden. And there's Scott McTominay again. He's getting to the byline. Fires one across. Oh, yeah. ah, and it's Ryan Christie who can't get in at the back post. 
Andy Robertson's there, it's over hit from him though, it's poor and it's out for a goal kick far better by Scotland the last 10 minutes or so it's been them that have been on the front foot they've got the dominance the territory they just need that goal get that breakthrough yeah and you can see if they do get the goal you can see how shaky some of the Ukrainian backboard the goalkeeper looks shaky he's tried to guide it back I mean this is the first time we've actually put them under pressure in the game and you can see that there's opportunities to be had but when the game's like this you've got to take your chances big moments and that could be the one yeah. that undoes it I mean Gordon a uh, gentleman in church on the hill walked over he pointed at you at the journey again he's, he's given it the old you would have scored that gesture it, with his nose is he, yeah, yeah. Has, he just, has he just gone for perfection John McGinn has he gone yeah. right for the corner when he's really tried to be too accurate anywhere on target and here come Ukraine up the other end this could be it it could be all over oh, uh, if they find that. another uh, Zinchenko just got to keep ourselves in this game yeah, I know to, the, to the box yeah has he gone for perfection John McGinn yeah I think, I think yeah. he's tried to get, guide it and be accurate with it where you're, you're maybe just it's easy for us to say just get your head through it make sure you hit the target I did say the gentleman if he went with man was he the bust in there oh. Gordon I actually feel as if he's trying to go back where the keeper's coming who's yeah. trying to get, work his way back across goal the corner, hasn't absolutely he? yeah and I don't think you need to be as accurate as that there he has the target scores yeah, Scotland doing well, scrapping away. It's it's got much better, um, but unfortunately, you leave yourself open at the other end, and that's what we're seeing here. Scotland have to commit, and now it's two on two at the back, and this might be it all over. Craig Gordon saves. It's only half cleared, and Ukraine looking looking for the nail in the coffin. I yeah. think I think a few of our players are running empty, and the one one I'm looking at is Hickey. I think young Hickey, you know, he's he's been up and down the pitch the second half, but. He looks like he's running an empty just now. As you can he's see. second, yeah. He's second to the ball there when he's favourite. I watched him try and get him back there. He was really struggling. Look at him in the picture, Ali. He's really, yeah. you know, there's no energy whatsoever with him. You can un understand that. He's 19. It's yeah. been a big, big night for him. Good save by Craig Gordon again yeah. because uh, Grant Hanley gets turned inside out there and, uh, you know, a free shot on goal. Double change for Ukraine. Incredible to think this is them just freshening things up. They've looked fresh all night, that's for sure. Yeah, ta tactically and technically they've been excellent throughout the course of this game, Gordon. Obviously Scotland's had a spell, but it's just trying to freshen up a couple of players the remaining 20 minutes or so. 71 minutes gone, Scotland 2-0 down. They, they really should at least have won. I'm not saying it's been a good performance. Yeah. I'm not saying Scotland deserves that much. It's not, Gordon, but we touched on it just before the, the, the chance. You know, the, we didn't look as if we'd, we were going to create anything, but football, you know, as a habit of just turning on a on, on a, an instance, and that was it. You know, it's fell, the keeper's made an absolute meal of it. It's fell to the guy who has scored 12 goals for his under, Stevie Clark. The guy you want it to fall to. And as Alex says, I think he's just tried to put it back. Well, he's tried to be too accurate. Delighted to see Malinovsky go off because he's oh. been absolutely outstanding for Ukraine. Yeah, top top player on the pitch for me. Yeah, this evening, 72 minutes, absolutely controlled the game, assist for the goal. He was booked, remember, early on, and you think sometimes that kind of restricts a player. Well, it almost made him better. Uh, he's been outstanding tonight. I think Christie's did well since he came on. Mm -hmm. The ball's sticking. Keeps the move going. It allows you to work through the line side if you've got someone to play it. Far too often it was very direct. Yeah. 
but I actually think McTominay's in a good area again. Yeah, he's better. Stuart Armstrong, it's tame though. It was on his left foot, and he can hit them with his left. We've seen it, but he just doesn't quite connect. It's yeah, tame, and it dribbles through to the goalkeeper. Play, but it's he's a good move. Yeah, Christie's picked up in a great area. Pops off to him. Good awareness. He's, he's I think he's got to do better. Eh? He has. Yeah. And, he, and as Bobby says there, he, he has decent on his left side. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I agree with Ali. I think I think McTominay's been a plus in there, Ali. I think he's starting to get the ball through. He's got good experience. That's his normal position. Uh, but we still need something just to give us that bit of hope. Gordon, see at half-time, I was saying that you have to get close to people and you have to get in people's faces and then he can actually start dictating the ball as well because he's the level he's playing with Man United. And he's doing that as we see it here at the moment. Yeah, Scotland, and again, you're going to have to force passes at some point. Jack Hendry tries to wrap one into McGregor and it doesn't get there. Uh, Scotland have been penalised for a sort of off-the-ball trip, if you like, which is... Yeah, I think it was Ryan right. Christie's Christie. making the point to the referee that Zinchenko ran in front of him. There wasn't much he could do. The referee has had a fussy evening, you have to say. Gives the free kick. I'm not sure Zinchenko even wanted it or, or agrees with him. I think he'll take it though, Gordon. He's quite experienced. He's been around the block having just won the, the Premier League there with Man City. But he's been outstanding as well. You know, footballer. Yeah, he has. You know, his versatility because yeah. we often see him at Man City, but he's been magnificent. He just pops the ball, picks up good areas. Yeah, Ukraine still showing flashes of confidence. It's certainly been a much better spell from Scotland, but that doesn't really count for much when you're two 0 down in what is a must-win game. So lots still has to happen in the remaining 15 plus minutes. If we could just get one within the next five minutes and allow the kitchen sink to get pulled out in the remaining 10 or so they just play through so easily it's, uh, their movement their passing their weight of pass is absolutely brilliant I've good team does yeah very I'm very impressed with him yeah, and it, you know, it, it will get lost but that, that's what it should do in a, in a way you know you focus on your own team the old post-mortem will take place if Scotland lose but, but this is one of the better performances I can remember seeing at Hamden from an opposition yeah. team I think we've seen quarter-finalists at the Euros last time out yep. Ukraine so it's understandable Sid we can watch the way they're pulling that about decent team more than decent anyway 15 to go what can Scotland come up with if anything you just wonder if that was the chance that you, you won't see many better from John McGinn he was six yards out pretty much an open goal to head the ball into and somehow missed as Ryan Christie lost Good one ball. over the top he needs Shea Adams he needs but he's bodies. got no support look how many Ukraine players are back as Shea oh, Adams right. goes he's going to get a second bite at it John McGinn left footed and it's deflected oh, over the top man. Scotland are knocking at the door but they need a slice of luck as well and it's not happening he's yeah, hit it well defensively they were brilliant there they were putting their bodies on the line you know Shea Adams how he manages to produce this shot Gordon there's so many bodies front he flashes it across mm. good save by the goalkeeper and you have to say, John McGinn, again, defending from the Ukrainians. Impressive. He's hammy there as well, McGinn, worrying. He has. He felt his ham. McGinn just held his hamstring just after he hit yeah, the shot. Shea Adams is down as well. well this is not yeah. what Scotland need at all, because very few, if any, attacking options left. Great power on the straight. It was yeah, a little deflection on it. The keepers did well to, to parry it away. Yeah, very few options left, really, on the bench. Jacob Brown or something. Mm-hmm. The likes would be the only attacker. Stewart. Stewart on the bench. Yeah, Stewart, sorry in swinging corner from John McGinn then can Scotland come up with something it's a high ball but we do that deliberately sometimes it worked against Denmark but Grant Hanley's header back across 
uh, didn't quite work and that's poor from Scotland and it's going to be a goal kick yeah to be fair to Ukrainians they pressured uh, Robertson very well there and forced him into that poor ball forward well, you just get the feel that it's never yeah. going to come for us now. You know what? The opportunities that we've had in the last probably 10 minutes, it's been our best period by far, but uh, Alex is right. Ukrainian players throwing their bodies on the line and, and getting last-ditch box in, and of course McGinn should score, but I think they've, they've shown two great sides to their game. Ukraine. Well, the three, tactically, in possession, very good. But they've rode the storm as well. In that 10-minute period where you need to dig in sometimes and just see it out, they've done that incredibly well. Yeah, Scotland really have looked much, much better, but I keep saying it because it's true, it was a low bar. You know, they hadn't offered much in the opening hour or so, but the changes have worked to yeah. a point. The shape, the shape's worked as well. The change of shape has worked. Bringing McTominay into the middle of the park. Christie as well, taking up that pocket, linking between middle yeah, to front. Everything's sticking and keeping the move yeah. going forward. Another double change for Ukraine, and it's been the man that's been really involved in everything. It's Yarmachuk, he scored the goal that may well end Scotland's World Cup hopes. It was him that powered the header, he got above Scott McTominay and Aaron Hickey. He was booked early on. Should he have been booked for his celebration and sent off? Yes, but as we said, I think of all things we can give Ukraine that one. Uh, given the, the sentiment going into the game, it's a bit of a nonsense rule anyway. We tend to not like yeah. it, but if you were playing, you know, by the. He's been excellent. The of the lobby. He's, been, he's been brilliant, hasn't he? His movement has been excellent. He's dragged our centre backs all over the place, and he's obviously icing on the cake, was he's, he said. He's been good as well. Yeah, Malenko yeah, goes off yeah, also. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're looking ahead to Sunday. Taking these players. <laughs> they yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. And you wouldn't blame them, Martin, unless we can get a goal here. Yeah, good ball, Andy Robertson, but again, it was, it was a tough position to cross from. Uh, Callum McGregor does ever so well just to try and keep it alive, but it's all the way back at the, the halfway line. Here's Stuart Armstrong. Well, it's, it's just aimlessly getting into the box now. Yeah, keeper punches, doesn't get there. Callum McGregor, oh, the keeper's in. Oh, it's in. Scotland's and he might just have kept the World Cup dream alive for Stevie Clark. It was hacked off the line, but I think it stands, and it is game on at Hamden. Yes. Keeper again. Even with the, the initial cross. Yeah, I have to say, the, keeper, the keeper's flat time Flapped after time in the second half. Get now, tested again here. All, all day, get balls into the box. He's, he's been all over the place. Good play by Callum McGregor, because what he does is he follows up at the edge of the box. And again, the keeper has got Pompadour wrestling right through him. But again, it's over the line, correct decision. I said they needed a spark, and that could be the spark that they needed. And I don't totally agree with you. This goalkeeper looks as nervous now as I've ever seen any goalkeeper at Hamden. They've got to keep asking questions of him. The comeback's on, Gordon. Yeah, Scotland have got their chest puffed out. They look like the, the fancy on, at Hamden yeah. is rocking. There's ten minutes left. How much do you want it would be the question. 
to the Scotland players as Ryan Christie puts oh, one in. It's surely a corner. Come on, for handball there, feeling for handball, but I don't think it's a real claim. I think it's half-hearted. I don't think Ukrainians are now thinking of Wales. Nah, Man, nah. I think they've gave that idea. <laughs> 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 They're hanging on now. Scotland will throw everything at them. Have Hanley. Scotland got left in the tank? McTominay's up there. Hanley yeah, is up Hanley. there. Imagine pulling this level with 10 minutes to go it comes in again it's a tough ball for Scotland to get on the uh, end of and, and Ukraine are able uh, to come take, forward take with the it foul. and you just oh wonder this could be it. it could be all over Ukraine are through they're one on one with Craig Gordon oh. wonderful oh. it's oh. wonderful from Callum McGregor celebrated like a goal it's a corner to Ukraine and brilliant to get back <laughs> take him out both ends of the yeah. pitch I have to say it's a terrific counter-attack by what the Ukrainians. From the life of me, I can't understand why he doesn't get the shot off, Gordon. He's trying to work on his left foot, and Callum McGregor does ever so well to get back there. I think Armstrong. Armstrong at the edge of the box. He's got to take the foul. He's got to be cynical and take the Ukrainian player out, and he doesn't, and this is what happens. But McGregor, yeah. outstanding recovery. That Game was, on. That was Game a, on yeah, at Hamden, but Scotland have got defending to do another Ukraine goal will end this, you would have to imagine. And they've worked a lovely ball out to the edge of the box and Scotland haven't switched onto it and it comes all the way through. John McGinn heads it clear and Shea Adams just shows good composure, but he, in the end he hacks it high into the, the night sky at Hamden. Well, it's end-to-end -end stuff. What have Scotland got left? That's the question. Yeah, well, I have to say. Hopefully you know, one more goal to take it to extra time. But the thing that disappointed me with the corner is swing it on top of the goalkeeper. Yeah, because he looks very nervous. I think we've got to swing that on top of the goalkeeper. He's, he's flapped it three or Exactly. Four. And we put an outswinger yeah. and to keep it away from him. I think we've got to try and uh, test him again. Both the old Ukrainians in there. Should have seen the fans there. They look very nervous. And into the last ten minutes or so. And so they should be. Hopefully Scotland can get themselves back level you wouldn't grudge Scotland one goal certainly they've, they've not been the better side at all but they've had moments they've had chances and you're just waiting for something to drop and it has as Aaron Hickey uh, goes down surely that one's a free kick referee finally agrees at least we're making a contest of it in the last 10 minutes yeah. because for 80 odd minutes it wasn't one way traffic you know we were miles off it we gave ourselves a chance They've got to get another chance at goal here. With ten minutes to go, surely. Not, not passing the ball like that, we won't. Um, the one thing you can't, the one thing you can't level against this Scotland team is it, well, that's going to be a foul on Ryan Christie. And imagine that's a breaking goal. That's cynical. He's been terrific since he's been on Christie. Yeah. This Scotland team has got character. You look at Belgrade falling behind, uh, going level, going to penalties. You look at, at Austria. John McGinn having to score late on the overhead kick. You look at Israel dead and buried up, pops. Scott McTominay yeah. with the last winner. This Scotland team has got character. Can they show that again tonight? Gordon, they're already showing it because the fact that they've actually got back in, they look dead and buried. They did. And uh, as I said, there's a free kick coming in from the right-hand side here. Put on top of the keeper. Yes. Something off the training ground, or was it an accident as Ryan Christie? Oh, yeah. Looks and it's been dinked in, and it well, whatever it was, it didn't work from Scotland. And they have to maybe take the fill here. But Stuart Armstrong wins the ball. Hackey does look tired, yeah, he does fire it into the box. He's going to go left footed, oh, it's not really still there. Grant Hanley's up, so are Ukraine, though. And it doesn't really come to much. There's about six minutes of the 90 left. What can Scotland produce? Surely one more chance, but can they keep the back door closed? Because here come Ukraine. Mm. 
Yeah, you have to see. Aaron Hickey looks absolutely spent, knackered. I thought he's been laughing for the last 15 minutes. I'm very surprised he's still on the pitch for me. Yeah, I think one of the things that you're running the risk of, we're throwing a lot of bodies forward now, so you're susceptible to that Counter counter-attack. Attack. Yeah, of course you are, but you've got to take the chance. Yeah, of course you have, mate. Absolutely, yeah. 84 and a half minutes gone. It's Ukraine who lead Scotland by two goals to one at Hamden, but all of a sudden it's Ukraine who look nervous. They know the body blow that it would be if Scotland could find that equaliser in the closing stages. And you have to see it, it might be on the cards, it just might be. And we wouldn't have thought that for a long time. It's great from Ryan Christie, who's made such a difference since coming on at the break. Something has. He's brought his great energy. And I, I think Armstrong's the same, but yeah. I think Christie's brought us a bit of energy that we were needing there. McTominay in the middle of the park's been very good. Good ball. Here's John McGinney just looks to work it out. Stuart Armstrong, I don't oh, know. That was a terrible cross. Andy Robertson. Edge of the box, twists and turns, I do not know. And Grant Hanley's lining one up. Oh, Stuart Armstrong slips at the vital moment. He's lost his feet. Oh. Scotland, why do you do this to Oh, he tried to take one for the team there. Hanley knew he was in trouble, but... <laughs> why is Craig Gordon not coming for that one? <laughs> and he's giving it straight back to Ukraine. This is devastating, the nerve-wracking nature of this end to the game for Scotland they should be doing a lot better in those instances I mean what an opportunity Stuart Armstrong probably the guy you want in that area to drive into the box and he it looked, like his feet out. it looked like a clearance yeah yeah even the ball in was yeah it was fired out of the canvas yeah. there was no finesse in that cross there it was, but it wasn't even towards the goal it was, no it was just it was right done yeah 86 gone the clock is getting away from Scotland it's going double speed at the moment as Andy Robertson just shepherds it out there surely has to be one more chance in it for Scotland they're going to have to take it though yep it's a big ask because you've got to say Scotland have been bossed in this game they've been chasing shadows and when you get the opportunity to get back in it there's four minutes to go the legs are a bit heavy because you've been chasing the ball for most of the game but they've got to find something to somewhere but they do have momentum yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yes need bodies in the box when it gets into the wide areas they can't just allow Adams up himself Scott McTominay takes too long tries to thread one but it's cut out and Aaron Hickey is going to try and get there and the guys have been saying he does look yeah he does well on that occasion Gordon he just uses his body well yeah buys the, buys the throw in Scotland have just to looking for one more in. chance one more get chance round get round them yeah and Aaron Hickey just loses out down he goes he holds his face but the referee's no. not interested goal kick nah it was good tracking back yes. by the Ukrainian he just gets his body across the face and listen we're obviously getting into the dying couple of minutes you just think about that chance by John McKinn <sighs> don't it's going to keep me awake for six weeks if that proves to be costly yeah, we've still got, what, injury time as well, Gordon, three minutes of regulation yeah. time. So maybe five, six minutes to go, maybe more. How does Scotland manage to be patient and desperate at the same time? Because that's kind of what you have to do at this stage, isn't it? You can't force it and do crazy things with of the ball, you but do, yeah. you need that urgency. That's no, a handball. Yes. Get up there has to be an urgency, boys. but when you enter that final third, like Stuart Armstrong there, cool heads. that's where the composure has to come into yeah. Aaron Hickey doesn't look like he's got much running left in him. It's a great ball. Oh, but it's a poor touch. Adams. Ah, and it's going to give away the free kick or a goal kick. Yes. Either way. 
It was a lovely ball down the side. That's exactly what you're not looking for, for Adams. You know, he's got to do better. Yeah, he's he's got pool. to do better. I know he's tired. He's done a lot of running, but he's got to do better. We had the goalkeeper very nervous, and we've not asked another question of him. Still a few moments to go, Daz. Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes of the 90. What is the fourth official going to add on? And is there anything left for Scotland? I think it's going to be a free kick. Does it go the way Scotland, yeah. of Steve Clarkside? It does indeed, but just deep in our half. Now they need to get it forward. No doubt about that. Craig Gordon now getting signalled to put this in. Get Hanley up, get yeah, Henry get up, get up, the yeah. big guys up to support Adams. Get it into the box. Yeah, we've scored some memorable late goals in the last few seasons. This would top the lot if Scotland could come up with something. It goes long from Craig Gordon. It's a, good, a good, it's good flick by Hanley. Oh, John McGinn can't get there. What can Aaron Hickey do? He's, he's a bit unsure. He's yeah. all the way back to Craig Gordon, which is okay. He's, he's got that, yeah. Kept it. He did have many options on there. That was a correct yeah. decision no, for the young man. Well. Done well, the kid. And again, it goes long. Jack Henry's looking for a foul. He's got to be stronger there. Yeah. He can't do that. He's got to be stronger. And Scotland have a throw in on the halfway line. 89 minutes gone. So the board's about to go up. What's the verdict? Be kind to us. Let it start with a... 60 minutes. <laughs> a five would be nice. Good ball. Oh, he needs to play. Yeah, he's done OK. He's kept it taken over. The captain, Andy Robertson, again. It is starting to go long for Scotland, though. And there's the flick from Hanley. The no takers. So setting balls round the box. That's where you need your midfield up in the game. Oh, Andy Robertson tries to turn and gets it wrong. And now Ukraine go on the attack and... Not only does the sting go out of it, they might even be able to wrap it up here. I think that's going to be a kick. goal kick. Yeah, come on. One yeah, last chance. Well. We're still waiting well. on that one last chance, though. I keep saying it. Here goes the board. What are we getting? Four, 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 four or five minutes. Four or five. Be kind. Take five. Four. four minutes added on. Could have been better. Could have been yeah. worse. <clears throat> one more chance. That's all it could take. Scotland need to try and offer something. Scott McTominay has it. He's looking to drive forward. It's a great pass. Shea Adams, though, heavy touch from him. Did not give Gordon anything. Corner, 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 corner. To Scotland. Oh, this is a chance, Gordon. Got to be a nice Gordon up. No. No. <laughs> Why? Why? No. Four Why? minutes. Four minutes. You still get chance. No chance. Craig Gordon no, Gordon get Craig Gordon up. <laughs> <laughs> I will be astonished if he comes up. See, I would like to play that and sw- on top of the goalkeeper. Yeah. They've outswung every one of them from that side. Well, hopefully it works, but I would like to see that top of this goalkeeper. Yeah, John McGinn. Come on, make yourself a hero. It's another very high one as McTominay gets round, Hanley's there, but it's tame, and that's what it's so difficult. Look, that corner has worked for us before, Yeah, but it's, you then needs to be a second it, it has contact. To go, Gordon, it's going back the way, it's trying to generate, and it's, it's off balance. out. He's actually got a lot yeah, of right eye. Hopefully the referee doesn't. She Adams a bit better with the one name in there to the possibly with yeah. Tommy. Yeah. I think he just tries to cut back on his right foot, doesn't he? Uh, the defender recovers well. Ukraine making another change, looking to run down the clock as you would do. We would do that and more if we were in their shoes at the moment. One and a half gone, two and a half to go. We need one more chance. It's not really looked likely in the last few moments it's great from Ukraine really good indeed just to hold on to it Zinchenko has been magnificent and they work it out to the right side yeah they'll just try and run down the clock I would imagine Gordon there's no no need for them to get the third they can just try and run the clock down 
Scotland give it away again. John, John McGinn's probably had one of the poorest nights for a long, long time. This wow. Sinchenko again. Oh, and Ukraine oh miss a big chance to wrap it up. Well, halfway through the four minutes added on, it goes wide of three Golden's goal. Sinchenko in the middle of the party. Skipped past a couple of players if he weren't there. They threaded ball through. And you have to say, they sent a forward for Ukraine. Must hit the target there. Yeah, Ukraine are still chasing and harrying. They've been very, very impressive physically, tactically. Everything about it, it goes long from Craig Gordon. Again, it's just there's no real second Scotland ball. presence there, even for the first or the second ball. What can John McGinn do? It's a heavy touch up, takes him a couple of seconds to reset as that one goes in from Hickey. Grant Hanley, but again, it's, it's just tough to get that on target. And this one is getting away from Scotland. There's just going to be a minute left, less than that, by the time the goalkeeper takes the kick and the substitution is made. Yeah. Gordon, he's actually tried to go for goal there. For me, it'd probably be better to go back across yeah. the face of goal because there wasn't enough purchase on the on the ball to generate any problems for the Ukrainian goalkeeper. I mean, we all know that Hanley's good in the air. And he, he, he has been so good and scored important goals, but I think we've relied too heavily on him at set pieces. We've tried to isolate him at every set piece and play him in outswinging. There are other, other big players in there as well. Is, yeah. other, other obviously, I've called him a worked on, but his dad says they play the game. The keepers look yeah, nervous in the last. You've got to, to take, go on. take the responsibility, saying, Get "Look, we need to mix, mix, in, mix it up." I yeah. think you're just letting the goalkeeper off the hook. Yeah, 30 seconds left. It's going to have to go long. It's going to have to fall for us, and we're going to have to stick it in the back of the net. You might well just get one chance. Oh, go the other way. Oh. Don't know why Grant Hanley didn't open out, and Stuart Armstrong almost loses out. 20 seconds left. It just needs to be. Oh. And Andy Robertson's lost it, and that's it. It's going to be game over. In fact, Ukraine might score a third here. It's a three on two. Ukraine are into the box. Heavy touch. Got to go long. It's got to go long. Scotland are messing around with it at the back with five seconds left. Yeah, but they still got 30 seconds for the substitution. I can't understand why they're not putting it up to the front boys. Scotland looks spent. They really look like they can't get the ball forward even. Aaron Hickey's just going to throw it. And it just doesn't go anywhere near so, John McGinn. Another throw in. One last chance, referee. Go on. Yeah, it goes in. Other side, switch right. play. Christy. We have to get forward, though, to make the attack, and maybe the referee then doesn't <laughs> blow the whistle. Yeah, it goes long. Leave it. there. I don't know why he didn't leave it for someone behind him. Handball, no, and that's going to be it. That yeah. is going to be it, I'm afraid. Ukraine come forward in the World Cup dream. Again, they might make it three. They're through. They're one-on-one. -on -one. With Craig Gordon, and that could be that. They do, they wrap it up. It's Scotland 1, Ukraine 3, and Scotland's World Cup dream is over just before the full-time whistle. It is heartbreak at Hamden for Scotland. Elation for Ukraine. The fans celebrate, the players take in the jubilation, and the Scotland players are on their knees. It's finished 3-1. Scotland are pressing for it, looking to just get the equaliser in, in many ways. The third goal... It doesn't matter, it's immaterial. Ukraine yeah. had won this. I don't even know if the full-time whistle that guy has gone. I don't think it has. Gordon, it was a through ball by Zinchenko, Zinchenko as well. He actually picks up Edge's box and it's a pinpoint cross. Yeah, tremendous pass forward. And he finishes absolutely with a plum uh, going through 1v1 with Craig Gordon. So that's that, I'm afraid. Yeah. Scotland's World Cup dream is over. I still don't know if the full-time whistle has gone. In fact, he has. Let's go to Hamden and speak to Andrew McLean.
Scotland 1, Ukraine 3, the full-time score at Hamden. It was the result the world wanted to see, but it's a result Scotland fans dreaded as it means the wait for another World Cup appearance goes on. Ukraine looked the better side from the off and tested Craig Gordon on a good few occasions early on, but the goalkeeper did well to stifle them. They had the first opportunity, 10 minutes in, Sigankov, he ran in, right-footed effort, that was tipped over by Craig Gordon. At the other end, Scotland just couldn't find the target or get the openings. They struggled to compete with their opposition really Ukraine they were more alert they were more positive and they were deserving of their opener when it came 33 minutes in it was so easy to a straight long ball over the top it set Andrei Yarmolenko away it bounced at the edge of the box and he just lobbed it a really nice touch over Craig Gordon into the back of the net to put the visitors ahead Steve Clark made the change at half time Ryan Christie came on for Lyndon Dykes but it didn't have the required impact Ukraine continued to push and they got their second Roman Juramchuk directing a header into the bottom corner to double their lead and they were good for it too Scotland needed something and it so nearly came when the Ukraine goalkeeper palmed the ball into the path of John McGinn a golden headed opportunity just a few yards out but he could only agonisingly head wide the Ukraine goalkeeper he looked nervous at that point and that's caused Scotland to get a goal back he uh, sort of flapped at the ball before Callum McGregor lobbed him Ukraine tried to desperately clear it off the line but it couldn't it crossed the line and with 10 minutes to go it was game on Scotland pushed but that equaliser it never came and Artem Dolphic actually broke forward in the dying seconds of the game and scored on the counter-attack to finish things off. Ukraine overcome the ultimate adversity to get a step closer to Qatar, but it's another World Cup Scotland will sadly be watching from home. The full-time score at Hamden, Scotland 1, Ukraine 3. is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Live from the Church on the Hill. We stand together, Shotlandia and Ukraine. This Scotland team has produced a sensational performance. I got the will to go a little Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Scotland's World Cup dream is over. It ends in heartbreak. It was not to be at hand and beaten by the better side. Ukraine win this one by three goals to one. Scotland rallied late. We've seen it in football. They may well have got something. They may well have taken it further on another night, but it's hard to grudge Ukraine based on, firstly, the footballing performance. And, of course, you see what it means to these people. Of course, there is heartbreak. There is disappointment for Scotland. Some very, very small solace in seeing what it means to these opposition fans but ultimately this is a football game we're allowed to focus on their disappointment and uh, it's over Mark Wilson and yeah deservedly so based on tonight yeah you've got to say that uh, I mean I know we we talk our game up and we talk to our, our team up but tonight we came uh, across a far better side and we sometimes overlook the opposition in terms of individual players when you look through their players that performed on the night all of them play for big clubs and they turned up in the night and that was the difference those big players performed and we deserved it and see we're being totally honest it could have been much worse when you think of that game overall Scotland had a 10 minute period where they put Ukraine under pressure in the second half they got a goal but ultimately, Ukraine could have added to their, their three goals at the score tonight. And just before we leave, Andrew, to go and get the post-match reaction from a heartbroken Scotland camp, just describe the scenes to us at the end at Hamden, Andrew. 
Yeah, well, it won't be much comfort to Scotland supporters at the moment, but the scenes at the end, you could sense the, the emotion and the sense of achievement for these Ukrainian players and their supporters. They shared the moment together, the Ukrainian players, over with the fans. They were throwing their, their shirts into the crowd. They were they were hugging, and they actually walked round Hamden and, and were applauding the Scotland fans as well, thanking them for the reception that, that they've got and the, the work the Scotland fans have done over the last few months in support of Ukraine and showing their solidarity. Steve Clark as well waited out to, to shake the hand of every single Ukrainian player, but you can see how much it, it means to them. Alexander Zinchenko was just doing some interviews down there, but you know the, the raw emotion on the faces of those Ukrainian players and the, and the staff and the supporters, 3,500 of them were inside Hamden here. Not many of them have left so far, and it is a monumental achievement for them. And you know, I said it earlier on, it was the result the world were wanting to see, but it's not much comfort to Scotland supporters at the moment because that wait for the World Cup will go on. You could see the devastation from the Scotland players. They dropped to their knees because this is something that they were craving. They were desperate to get to the World Cup. John McGinn was saying earlier on this week if Scotland made it, it would be the pinnacle of his career. He's played at a high level. Guys like Andy Robertson has played the Champions League final. You've got to think getting to you know a World Cup would just be that step further, doing it with your national team, but it's it's not to be for Scotland this time round. The wait will continue, but congratulations to Ukraine, and I'm sure the party for them will go well into the night. Yeah, don't forget, we're here for another hour or so. It's 01419511025. So Scotland fans, I know there'll be disappointment, frustration, anger, even. That's what happens when you lose a big football match. So why not share it with us? Describe how you're feeling. Give us your thoughts on where it went wrong. And uh, how do we reflect on all of that? Uh, Alex Ray, for you, where did that go wrong tonight? How do you look back on it? Uh, we come up against a better team for me, Gordon. I look at the three standout players, Malinovsky, Zinchenko and Yarmolenko. I thought the three of them were absolutely outstanding. Um, I thought they, they get past the death. I think the, the tactical change to a back four, I think it worked well for Scotland. Um, but it was too late in the game. Uh, you know, I thought when McTominay went into the middle of the park, I thought we started to get a little bit of a foothold. I thought uh, Christie in that pocket uh, started to get really good areas. Uh, but overall, Gordon, I think we were second best, and I think it was probably the right result in the end. Yeah, I agree with Alec. I think we come up against a, a better team. I thought the better team won the game by far. I thought they were excellent. We can look at being disappointed in our own performances. I don't think any of our players, our big players, the McGinns, the Robertsons, the, you know, McTominay's, I thought, second half, he started getting on the ball. A bit more Gilmore, for instance, was never seen in the game. Uh, a front two didn't work. We didn't get the right service to them. We tried to change. We changed formation. But in the end of the game, you've got to just put your hands on them and say the better team on the night won by far. And we are lucky that it's only 3-1. We had a little 15 minutes that gave the nation some hope. But Ukraine were absolutely brilliant tonight, all over the pitch, and congratulations to them. Yeah, definitely. As I say, I can't disagree too far from the boys. We've all, hindsight a wee bit we, we touched on Tierney before the game and how us as a nation despite having as strong a squad as I can remember for a wee while we miss guys like Tierney tonight we can't afford to miss our best players and we've all been in the table here we've all been in coaching or management at different levels Alex still in the game hindsight's a wonderful, wonderful thing the Dykes think it didn't work for the flurry that we had in that second half 
McTominay going into the middle of the park, going to a back four, Christie picking things up in good areas. That was our best moments. But if I've been really honest, in 15 minutes of the game, we were out yeah, I, I think the biggest problem was the first goal we lost. That's that's schoolboy you know, said, you know, in a potent game like this, you can't get beat about a back three with one yeah. ball over a top. Yeah. It's schoolboy defending. That's it. But, but we touched the, the, the back three from, from minute one looked as if they were all over the place. Yeah, the middle three, couldn't, we couldn't go on the ball. We were opting for the, 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 the is it the easy one. ball to go to London Dykes? And we just did not start the game. We, we, we had that flurry in the last 15 minutes of the game, but up until then, they absolutely bossed us. We didn't look as if we could even muster up a chance on goal. Seems Again, sorry. We, no, I'm just thinking, it's, it's easy to turn and, and, and say, right, well, we, we look better with McTominay in the middle of the park, we look better with Christie coming on. It's easy to say that after it, but I think the start of the game, maybe it is down to them, it probably is down to Ukraine, because I thought they were excellent. I thought that the two boys in the middle of the park, Zinchenko, I can't pronounce the other lad number eight, Alex. It was uh, Ma- Ma- Malinovsky. Malinovsky. They, they were different class. Yeah. They really were. They were, they were heads and shoulders above us. Do you know the interesting thing at the top of the show, Gordon, because we're all sitting here and we're reflecting on how, what went well. At the top of the show, me personally, I'm going, brilliant, he's going with two up top. I thought Hickey coming in. I think we, we all kind of said yeah, that. Yeah, so really. we, we were all upbeat about the actual selection. It just didn't work on the night. And that, is that what happens when ultimately an opposition comes out and, and just plays better than you? Because, yeah, we got better. I don't think you'll find a Scotland fan anywhere, which is rare because we're opinionated. Who was calling for McTominay to play in midfield before the game? No one. Who was calling for Ryan Christie to start? No one, really. Who had a problem with Aaron Hickey playing? No one, really. Now, we were forced to make those changes because they were very good yeah. I, I, I don't think listen we've lost an important game of football so of course Steve Clark would he would expect criticism I think that's fine it's fair game but in terms of getting it wrong personnel wise from the beginning that, that's, that, that's, that's hindsight that's, isn't that's it? why I'm saying it's hindsight and it's, yeah. we've all been in the game at different levels of course. That, is, that is the way of it yeah. but if you, if you come back to the actual Touch of the matter, they were better than us Absolutely. from from minute one. We didn't start, we didn't threaten, we didn't get the, the, the crowd up. The, Andrew touched performance up. levels though, as well as the players. So th- th- there's nothing much wrong with how the manager set up and the personnel he picked. But see, when you look one to eleven through your team, you've got to say Craig Gordon's really the only one that was the Craig Gordon we all expect. Yeah. The rest of the players were well below par. Yeah. Don't forget, you can get in touch. What did you make of it? You've heard of what the guys think, but. It's more important what you think, quite frankly, with no offence to them. It's 01419511025. Pick up the phone. Let us know how you're feeling. We'll take your calls next. After the action, it's your reaction. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. It's not the open line we were hoping for. Scotland's World Cup dreams are over. There will be no game in Wales on Sunday, and there certainly will be no World Cup at finish. Scotland won. Ukraine 3, a third goal coming late on as Scotland pushed for an equaliser. It doesn't really matter whether it was 2 or 3 on a night like this. It's all about winning the game. And Scotland certainly didn't do that and never really looked like doing it. Maybe it could have been different if one or two moments had gone a certain different way. But you can't grudge Ukraine. They were the better team by a fair distance. And it's them who will go on and take on Wales and Cardiff on Sunday. So we're here for your thoughts, 01419511025. Uh, let's bring in James, who's in Cumbernauld. Uh, James, how do you feel? Sum it up after that. Hi guys, hope you're well. Um, first off, start off and congratulate the team getting to, to 
the next round in regards to playing Wales. Um, but let's let's forget about the, the war at the moment and, and, and concentrate on on what's this evening. You know, I'm not even utterly disappointed at the result. The result, I'm more disappointed with the performance uh, and and the tactics that, that were played out. Yeah, you know, in games like this, you need your big players to, to turn up on the occasion, and our, our big players never done that. McGinn, worst I've seen him in a Scotland shirt. Gilmore, couldn't find a player. McTominay, woeful. Absolutely woeful. For me, he was the fault in the second goal. Lost his man, out of position, and and that was it. Game over. Once the second goal, and that was it. Game over. And, you know, and that's what I want to concentrate on with the performance. You know, I'm utterly disappointed with the performance. I just want to see what you think. Yeah, I mean, Mark, let's start with analysing some of the goals then. You know, James talking about the second one, because look, that, that's the one. We've changed it at the break and we're 2-0 down a minute or two later. That, that's really the game over to, to a point. Scott McTominay's rolling it. Yeah, well, he's right, right centre half there in the back three. The ball's crossed into where he should actually be. He shouldn't have to be that couple of yards in where he was. By the time he turns round, the Ukrainian player's already got a march on him and he's already out-jumped him and he's almost jumped. He's, he's back-turned and he's allowed um, young Hickey to try and follow the player in. So, I know he's not an out-and-out centre-half and he's played some of his best games for us at right centre-half because he's composed in the ball, because he can take the ball into midfield and pick a pass. But I thought defensively tonight, I thought he was shocking. I thought he was poor first half. He got played round too many times. And for the second goal, I agree with James. I think he was culpable for that. Gordon, his body position's all wrong because he's, he's too square. So when they, as Dad says, the movement to go forward and back, he doesn't know how far he's going to go back. And he's trying to regroup because the ball and he's searching and he can't quite get the leverage which allows the boy to score. I mean, strangely, Gordon... When he goes into midfield in the second half, he's possibly one of Scotland's better players overall on the night. But that's and I say that because it's not exactly a congested field. He's the only one that you know there weren't many. Um, but in the second half, better. But yeah, as James says, first half. Yeah, um, I look at the the two most important goals. The first two, forget about the last one. That's a breakaway that kills it. But I think that uh, Steve Clark sits down, and analyses him, will be very disappointed. Of course, McTominay. I agree with. You. I, I said after about five ten minutes. It's on the court, Gordon. I was a concern with the, the, the back three. They were getting dragged all over the place with Ukrainians' movement, and I don't think they could handle it. But McTominay went into the middle of park where he's probably more comfortable, and yes, he's had good games at right centre back, yeah. but that's his position, that's his natural position. He looked more at home, but mm. just wasn't enough for his I mean, you know. James is, is completely valid to criticise people for tonight's performance. I'm, I'm not suggesting you don't do that, but, but this is where it's tough. You know, if, if John McGinn does have an off night and if Billy Gilmore does have an off night, we wouldn't have been in a World Cup playoff without them. Billy Gilmore's nearly been man of the match every time he's played. John McGinn's been the man for the big occasion. So what, what, what can you do other than take that on the chin? They, they've been brilliant for Stevie yes. Clark and, and they weren't tonight. Gordon, you're absolutely right to highlight the previous games where they've been very impressive. But tonight they come up against technically gifted players in the middle of the park and they were found wanting. For, I said at half-time, if they can get closer to these guys, then you can start getting ahead yeah. of steam and picking up and turning over a possession in the right areas. And they've done that for a period. But over the course... There was too many players below par. Defensively, we all yeah. up to speed, and the middle of the park, we didn't dominate the game nowhere near enough. It must have, must have been a culmination, though, because the, the, 
the encouraging thing about the Scotland team is that they have played against technically good players before. You take Denmark, you take Austria, you <coughs> yeah. take England. You know that the, the, the two midfielders were excellent. No, Gordon, they took the game away from us in the middle of the no, park. That, that's that's my point, though. It's not like we. It's not like oh, we've learned tonight that John McGinn and Billy Gilmore and Callum McGregor can't play against good midfielders because they've done it before. So there yeah. must be there must have been something else. Whether as as James says, individually, all off it, or or tactically, the, the, the team just couldn't get near it. A, a, a bit of both, but you have to acknowledge the excellence in the middle of the park for Ukraine. They took the game away from us, and we were almost we weren't playing into their hands. But we were going long. We, we talked about it in the first half. The, the three midfielders couldn't go on the ball. We were we were actually asking after 15 minutes, can we get them on the ball? We couldn't, and that was probably a combination of trying to play it too long. And the two boys in the middle there, they were, they were popping around just for fun. Yeah. Gordon, it's not just the two guys that we've highlighted all night. See, when Yarmenko is actually coming in mm. as a central midfielder, you're constantly looking over your shoulder thinking, yeah. if I press there, they're yeah. going to feed balls into these guys in these little mm. pockets, like Scotland did in the period yeah. in the second half. And I just thought, they, overall, I thought they three players were excellent. They forced, they forced us to play long because they cut off the, the, the ammunition to the, our midfield where they knew that was the strongest part mm. of the of the pitch and the mood is put and early on you're thinking yeah Dykes has won a couple of uh, flick-ons but they soon switched on to that yeah, yeah. and then they picked up the second balls dominated mid-left part and as you say they, they took the game yeah. away from us it's tough at the top we're looking at Andy Robertson on the screen the last three games he's played <laughs> World Cup dream up in smoke yeah. lost the Champions League and lost the league to Man City on the last day but of course look, you need to get to that level first so um, yeah interesting challenge psychologically for him James is that why it stings so much I mean obviously you lose in any circumstances on a night like this it's going to hurt but but we were hopeful we were confident we were feeling good about the level of performances previously and he just wasn't there tonight you know, I was I was super confident going into tonight you know probably most confident I've ever been um, in regards to a Scotland team you know I've been hugely impressed with the last eight games Um not just individually but as a team they've been absolutely outstanding in my opinion but tonight I just felt totally let down you know, that's just my opinion but we have big players like Robertson, McGinn, McTominay you know and Gilmore if they don't turn up you know they're, they're massive players for Scotland if they don't turn up tonight you know you're not going to win big football matches like tonight um, and, and unfortunately that's just the way it played out you know we just didn't turn up in the evening uh, and we got overrun you could see 10 minutes into the game we were overrun in the middle of the park uh, and we just did it personally I don't think we changed it quick enough uh, or respond quick enough we should have changed it quicker in my opinion but hey ho I'm, I'm not a manager at the end of the day but um, hopefully uh, we'll be able to qualify uh, <laughs> soon enough but uh, not to be tonight unfortunately <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You make some great points, James. Thank you for joining us. It's 01419511025, and we'll take more of your calls next. The games are over. The talking begins. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. <laughs> yes, the pain, the disappointment, the frustration of tonight's results starting to set in for Scotland fans, those who were at Hamden making their way home or here to Church on the Hill where we've done the show live all evening, those of you who watched at home, well, it's a, another tough night of soul searching, where did it all go wrong, Ukraine progressed to play Wales in the playoff final on Sunday, 
and Scotland have to think again and go again in future competitions but it won't it wasn't to be this time it won't be Qatar you can tell us your thoughts on 01419511025 and I love this because we've got Josh on the line right now Josh is coming to Church on the Hill he's walking somewhere and he's on the phone so maybe midway through this we just hang up the phone and give him a mic <laughs> and he can just join in Josh you're not here yet are you Nah, 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 quite a while, quite, uh, well, about five minutes away, guys, just walking up past the subway there, listen, listen, I hope that bar's stopped, by the way, can, can somebody tell me what in the name of Gordon Dale I have just watched, right, because we have, we have actually, we've actually just played a team that have not played a competitive game of football in months, they've been fighting a war, right, and they've absolutely pantsed us. They've pantsed us. Right? I didn't even ken it was 3-1. I had my head done. The boys said, I thought it was still 2-1 at full time. And the boys said, no, it was 3-1. I couldn't, I was in the happening. I could not believe that. I cannot believe this, right, guys? Right. For, a, for a starter, Aaron Hickey. Aaron, Aaron Hickey is a left back. He plays left back in his club. So... Whether or not he's got a right foot or a left foot, he's got a middle foot, he's got an upside down foot. He is a left back. So why are we playing him at right back? Tonight was too big a game. It was too big a game. Why did we not start Stephen O'Donnell? He is a tried. He, he's a tried and trusted. He, he might not be the sexiest name in, in Glasgow, but we know what he can do. We know what he gives So why are we not starting Stephen O'Donnell? Right, an air man. Um, John McGinn don't even get me started on John McGinn by the way and anonymous somebody wants to send out a search party for him by the way because I, I don't even know where he is it's, was he even in the hunting tonight he was absolutely anonymous um, honestly guys I'm beyond livid man because it was just it was there it was there for us and we just there was so many like he's upset there was just so many four out of tens you know all night McTomney McTomney's not a centre-back. He's not a centre-back. Play shooter. Why not? McTomney, every, every, every game he's played at centre-back has been with O'Donnell, to, to, my, uh, to my recollection. So, you know, he's, he's, he's got someone there that can protect him in O'Donnell. But tonight he was playing with Hickey, and he was lost. He was absolutely terrible, guys. I'm absolutely furious. And I hope the Tequila Rose is on tap, by the way, because we're on it. Listen, Gordon, get yourself to the bar and get Josh a pint. He's nearly here by now. He said he was five minutes away and he's just gone on a five-minute monologue. So we'll be outside and he'll join us live in a second. But, um, yeah, do you know what? Like, the frustration's understandable. He, he's, he's actually kind of picked out Hickey and he's also picked out McGinn. Now, I, I think across the board and, and, and here we are tonight, we've basically said that most players were below par. I think Craig Gordon gets a pass. Hickey has actually played right back the ball in there as well so you know it's not as if it's the first time he's actually played in that position Gordon I didn't think it quite worked on the night if you look at as you mentioned earlier on Young Gilmore Callum McGregor was quiet you know one of his standout players and I, I, I keep re-emphasising that Ukraine were excellent on the night uh, and I just thought they outplayed us for the majority of the game again fair play to Josh if he said that at pre-match if he wanted Stephen O'Donnell rather than Aaron Hickey fine some people would have but again a, a lot of people Mark congratulated Stevie Clark on playing Aaron yeah. Hickey there's been a clamour for it he's playing in Serie A well done bold get the young lad in there like this isn't Aaron Hickey's fault if the full team's off it it's not his fault but 
you'd be hard-pushed to say that that worked to that inclusion whether that's because no one worked or whether he could have done better maybe it's both well it didn't work um, and you know there's no point in patronising a boy and saying oh he did okay because he's young he's out there he's part of the national side he had a poor game and he, he kind of stuck out like a sore thumb you know he kept checking back on his left foot it was quite a weird one like we all said here before the game, you asked everyone who would play right wing back. Everyone who says O'Donnell because he was tried, he was trusted. None of for one said that O'Donnell would play ahead of Ralston or ahead of Hickey at club level. But in this side, Stephen O'Donnell has fitted this side and he's done so well in the past. So it was a decision, yep. it was a gamble for Steve Clark. Big decision and it didn't work. That, was, that wasn't a difference tonight uh, if O'Donnell was playing it right No, but no, one, right no one's back. saying it's the difference. There's always going to no. be a number of contributors factors yeah. they have to work their way through them yeah you, you, you can you can strip the strip it down Gordon but I look at the important uh, parts of the game one the first goal Cooper who's played in the Premier League week in week out Captain's League United his positional play is absolutely shocking and I don't care what level you're playing at you do not get beat with what, a 40, 50 yard ball over the top? It's Good absolutely ball. terrible. Can I tell you something? We're actually getting a rerun of the first goal. There's actually about 25 yards that ball between the pass and the line. The line is so high. Yeah. And for me, when there's no position on the ball, you need to deepen because yeah. good movement will tear you apart. But you guys. Cooper's actually went. That's what I was about to ask you. This is where you guys can explain things to a layman like me. Not only does Liam Cooper not manage to, to go he back away with you, where is he going? What, what's exactly. going Listen, I'm not the defensive expert here, but you're looking at that back. When 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 the, the boy in possession has time, you have to you have to deepen. He's actually, if you look at it, he's the most further forward at the back line there. Cooper. Yeah, so, yeah. Cooper. Yeah. yeah I don't know why he's in that position. And, and, yeah. and the lad, you know, he, 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 he makes, he capitalises on it. The guy that's a great run in, but Cooper is the, the most prominent out the back yeah. three there. Josh, are you nearby? I'm walking up the hill right now to the church, right? But listen, well, it says, yeah, it is the church on the hill. There is a, there's a pint waiting for you here, Josh. We actually have got you a pint and it's sitting on the table. Make sure you come and get it when you arrive. Oh, God, man, hey, I've got a pint there. But, uh, I mean, listen, what got the game spot on, by the way? Cooper's, Cooper's positional play was atrocious all night. And can I ask you something else, man? Why, when, when Clarkie turn, uh, changes it up and midway through the second half, why do we go to a back four? Because we've been playing a back five, back three for two years. But George, it actually worked. It actually worked very well, and I take your point on board. But the actual the tactical change actually worked to our benefit because we'd obviously the McGinn chance, and then we obviously score. It was our best period. Uh, so I don't think the tactical issue was for me at that particular time. I actually think it worked in my favour. Right, Josh, we'll need to leave it there, but there is a pint waiting for you. Make sure you come and pick it up. 01419511025. We'll take more of your calls next. After they play. You have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. And so the inquest begins. No World Cup for Scotland. No trip to Qatar 2022. Ukraine have won 3-1 at Hamden. And that means they progress to take on Wales and Cardiff on Sunday for that remaining World Cup spot. Lots been said already where it went wrong, where it went right, of course, for Ukraine, who deserve immense credit. We all know the backdrop to this fixture. 
and they performed wonderfully well on the night as well. So there's still time for you to get your calls in 01419511025. But the beauty of being live at Church on the Hill, we can get some of the punters involved as well. Fraser from East Kilbride has been kind enough to join us. Fraser, you were at the game. How do you sum up how it feels after that? Very disappointing. Um, I think fair play to Ukraine, they were far more up for it than us. Um, I know there was a lot around the kind of situation with the game, but you have to, regardless of that, you have to respect they're going to be a technically good team, and we just never live with them the whole night, I thought. Um, probably fortunate it was only 1 0 at half time. Too many of our big players didn't turn up. Um, and ultimately, I think we gave ourselves too much to do too yeah. early on. Yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> It's one of those, I don't want to really labour the point because you're speculating about stuff that, let's be honest, we've no idea. You're trying to put two and two together. But there was a big discussion about the emotion of this for Ukraine. And, and Josh, the previous caller, said, you know, oh, it held that against Scotland, if you like. It's a disgrace. How can we not beat a team that, that's at war, essentially, and some of the players haven't been playing? For, for all we know, that boosted... Um, I'm not saying boosted them in, in that regard, but you know, gave them the cause, gave them that extra yard in their legs. We, we heard, we heard the players all week in their press conferences talking about trying to, to do something for, for the country and try and put smiles on people's faces. We'll never really know what impact it had on the fixture, but it just might have given them an extra yard. Well, you, you, you've got to think that as well. You know, that matched with the point that the quality players. So, we make the point, and Josh was making the point, how can we not beat a team who, who haven't played a competitive game for so long? But there's only some of their players yeah. who haven't played. Yeah. A lot of their players have still been playing at the top level, so we must not forget that. I mean, Zinchenko, who was outstanding mm -hmm. in the game tonight, just won the Premier League. Yeah. You know, so... Is it, is Mark, Mark, you, you touched on it before the game as well. What, what these guys have been through, we can only imagine, but... I think it galvanises them as well. They've got, a, they've got a cause there to go and get their team. I heard uh, the guy, Luzny, that yep. played at Arsenal. Arsenal. He was on the TV earlier today. And he was saying that these guys are what to do it for the nation, they want to do it for the show. They've got a, they've got a, a real a, cause. A real yeah. cause, and it's galvanised them. Add that to the actual quality yeah. they've got. And, but, you know, they're playing at top is this, team. Is this where it shows that you need to perform you know, on the night, obviously, because... There was a time, right, when you would run through, as Mark sort of did there, the clubs that the opposition represents. Yeah. Oh, well, we can't, we can't compete with that. But we, we, we need to stop looking at that. Because that's actually not even true anymore, right? Who was the best player in the park tonight? Uh, for me, it was... Uh, Zinchenko or number eight? Well, yeah, Malinowski. Malinowski. Right, and who does he play for? Atalanta. Atalanta. Right. And he, he, was, he was at Genk previously, right? Yeah, yeah. Listen, that's, that's a wonderful level, but we do have players that are at a similar yeah. level now, but they, they didn't play as well as their opposition well, tonight. Then, rega yeah. Regardless of the personnel, there was two... If you look at... If you try and analyse the way that both teams went about their business, for me, particularly mm. in the first half, Scotland was so direct, old school, yeah. back to front, not playing through the lanes, yeah. and you look at the way the Ukrainians went about it, they were very technical, building through, and at yeah. pace, giving goes in around the bit edge of the box. It's kind of more modern style of football. Yeah, yeah Fraser, who, who still joins us here at Church on the Hill. Fraser, I wonder, because everyone's great with hindsight, so we're now looking back, and that didn't work, and that didn't work, but would it be safe to say that in and around the stadium, there wouldn't have been too many complaints about the team before the kickoff? Yeah, absolutely. We, we were all delighted with it. Um, we, we saw the lineup. We, I didn't hear one complaint to be honest. Um, really positive. Probably guys that are in form that are playing as well. I, I just kind of think as the game went on, well, well certainly the first half, the, the two up front is very positive. But 
it just becomes too easy to play the ball long I think yep. and I think Cork probably made the right change at half time it was just a bit of a sucker punch for the second goal that, that cost us and at that point realistically the game is over now you there is a there's a silver lining here for you because you were at the game but you've just told us you were at the toilet and didn't see that John McGinn chance you're the luckiest man in here <laughs> yeah I wish I never turned around to be honest um, that was that was pretty painful um, but I, personally I've got no complaints they were the better team tonight we didn't do enough and um, good luck to them on Sunday unfortunately yeah, like that is the case we all agree yeah, they didn't do enough yeah. but Fraser's lucky he missed the John McGinn chance I, I keep replaying it in my head hoping for a different outcome I think it was in 67 minutes we should just put it out there for the avoidance of doubt every single person in here thinks Scotland deserved to lose right so we're yep, not yeah. questioning that but it was 67 minutes actually Scotland came into the game maybe a bit earlier than I thought now, you know, now that I look back on it because we were knocking on the door before that chance as Fraser says, the timing of that second goal, it doesn't yeah. allow you to even see if your half-time change is going to work. Well, you touched on it at the time, because the changes have been made, we haven't really even settled into the second half, and we're 2-0 down. Where, where it disappointed me a little bit, when we did eventually get the goal, at that point, it was probably most nervous the goalkeeper looked. Yeah. We got a couple of corners, and... I think sometimes as much as you practice them and you've got a routine, you got a feel for a for a game. You got a feel for a goal game. Put it on top of them, mix it up a little bit, mm. ask a question. Even if it's one, you might just get a, a reward for it. But they put that away from the goalkeeper and took the pressure off him. I was a little bit disappointed with that. Did we deserve anything out of the game? No. I was listening to Fraser talking there about the half-time soccer punch. I said at 30 minutes, I'd be delighted to get in there and yeah. i just seen the way the game was going. They were controlling it. Alec, you were, you were spot on. We went old school tonight, early doors. The long ball didn't work for us. They played through us. Yes. Uh, anyone want cheered up? Yes. Go on, that uh, was with it. <laughs> they've not let Josh in he's stuck oh, outside they're not letting him in there's a pint so there's a pint going who's on the pint who's on the pint to be fair he, yeah, Fraser. he did say the, the bar stopped up I actually believe he was actually the, 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 the emptied the bar earlier on yeah he's uh, he's not allowed in unlucky Josh nice to speak to you um, right quickly then let's do it once before I try and forget about it for the rest of the summer Fraser was lucky try and analyse that John McGinn chance listen 99 times out of 100 he scores it I think for Scotland he's been fantastic he really has he's, he's, he's probably had his quietest night for a long time but falls to him we were talking about a moment in the game that would maybe change it for us that was it and try to analyse I think he just tries to put it back where it's came from so the keeper moving that way he's maybe just he's been over precise with it rather than just get it on target six yards out the goal's gaping yes. and he, he heads it you know the keeper stranded Alex so yeah. again these things happen it's not going to be a witch hunt against John no, McGinn because there's, we would not have been anywhere near a World Cup playoff if he wasn't in the Scotland team I think it's 12 goals under Stevie Clark's yeah, tenure which is an incredible uh, return God, he's just missed a guilt-edged chance and it can happen at times I mean we're making we're making moves in the right direction you've got to say we're, we're far closer than we were you know for the last 24 years of course um, and this group, we, we touched on it before, this group's still young. You know, they've got a lot ahead of them. So I, I get the disappointment that comes after a game like tonight where everybody's probably pinned their hopes on the Wales game on Sunday and forgot about the huge hurdle we had to get over tonight. So I get what Andy's saying. There'll be a lot of people out there the same, but I believe this yeah. group has a lot more in them. 
yeah. going forward. It's worth repeating. I'm not going to yeah. shoot down the prediction because it might be right. Not a fortune teller, but those are. That's certainly how you would feel, you know, that night against Georgia, for instance, or the, you know the nights that it was proper going. You know what? In, in qualification yeah. campaigns, we, we, we reached a playoff. Does that feel good tonight? No, not really, but. Still should be a little yeah. bit confident of doing it in the future. Gordon, you, you made some good points there about finishing fourth and fifth uh, in, in qualification campaigns. The fact that we got to the Euros, all being penalty shootouts yeah. and so forth, but we managed to get there. This group of players have managed to get to a playoff, which suggests to me they're actually going in the right direction. You know, to, yeah. to connect to, to achieve that again. I'm a lot more optimistic now than I was several yeah. years ago. Because Simon, like. People, when we reached the Euros, said, ah, but Latin Nations League and backdoor and, you know, in penalty shootouts. This was a traditional qualification group. We got to the playoffs did we, did we and, started, and we fell short. And we by the way, uh, badly. Yeah, absolutely. We badly and had to win, I think, six in the bounce. And it's not. And it showed real character and quality to come back and do it. Culminate with a with fantastic performance against Denmark. Listen, Andy's disappointed. We're all sitting here gutted. Uh, we're all desperate to get to another World Cup finals. I hope he's wrong with his prediction. But I think we've got a lot still to be positive about. There's young boys coming through. Yeah, we look back at it tonight. Not enough of our big, big players yeah. turned up in the night. I mean, it's a reminder you can't change this I'm not saying this is some sort of hard work story it's, it's just not easy to reach a World Cup out the UEFA section look at it every year Italy won't be there either there's always big teams that don't make it now we're not quite in that bracket right not, not trying to say that we are but if you get yourself to a, a one or two game shootout like this and you're off it on the night that, that's that's what's going to happen to you yeah and you look at the team that beat us tonight I said before the FIFA World Rankings are there for a reason very good team. because you're, you're you're marked on what you've achieved in the past they were quarter finalists at the Euros so it's not as if we were playing a team that just thrown together here they're a good side they're far ahead it's, it's going to be difficult and the, always the argument that comes back to is, is well Wales can do it and Wales get there to finals ok that, that is the downfall there. but I believe I firmly believe that it is a World Cup in this group of players and, and another Euros in them. Well, really Wales, do. Wales don't get to many World Cups either. They might well do it on Sunday. Yeah. We'll wait and see. It'll be an interesting game. Uh, Andy, I think, is back. Can you put your finger on why the performance was, was off at Andy? I, I, well, I don't know. I think Ukraine had more passion, right? And I've got to congratulate Ukraine, right? So I don't feel... I'll be honest with you, I don't feel as bad right, because what's happening in Ukraine and the, the Russian thing and things like that, right? So I don't feel as bad. I've got, I've got a garden at the front, I've got a Ukraine flag up and I've got a Scottish flag up, right? So I hope Ukraine, right, and I know Wales are a British team and things like that, right, but I hope Ukraine get in there on Sunday and do the business against Wales. I really do. Um, and and So I don't feel as bad, but I, I'm, 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 I'm Scottish, you know what I mean? So I want, I want Scotland to win tonight, and they just didn't turn up today. Um, Ukraine, to be honest with you, Ukraine started the better team the first half, and I really did think because they didn't have any competitive games, and I know what your guys are saying. There's a lot of players that were in like teams in England and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I still think Ukraine. I thought maybe Ukraine would have tired near the end in Scotland, but maybe did a wee bit. You know what I mean? In Scotland, they're a bit unlucky with John McGinn's kind of chance and that. But um, um, the other thing, I just just thought I'd make a wee point. Just a wee point, right? And I and I'm not going to bad mouth any. Well, I'm not going to a wee bit, right? I'm a Rangers supporter, right? Graeme Souness is a Rangers legend, right? But for Graeme Souness to come out as an ex-Scotland international and an ex-Scotland legend 
and saying that he wanted Ukraine to win, I think is shameful. Really shameful. And for him to be on Sky Sports Flipper today and saying that he felt for Scotland losing and things like that, right? It's, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I think it's a shameful comment. Um, I don't know what you guys think, say it right. As I said before, Ukraine, what's happening in Ukraine is bad. It's really bad. Um, and, and I'd just like to be good in and do the business against Wales. But for Graham Jones to come out and say that he wanted Scotland to lose and Ukraine to win, I think it's shameful. So just to like, yeah, just, I'd see what you're We went through the sentiment before the game. I, I, I don't. Whether it's Graham Souness or anyone else who's not here to you know defend himself, I don't really know how that debate got to where it was. Life is more nuanced than having to pick one thing or the other. It's perfectly fine to be sympathetic and compassionate for the plight of Ukraine and want your team to win a football game. Because where would it have stopped? Do you then let Wales get walked over as well? And then does every team at the World Cup, yeah, do you want sure. Ukraine to just beat them all? And what, like it, it, it was silly, it got out of hand... And it's over. They were better than Scotland tonight. And, and they well, they, sh- they actually showed how good a side they are. Yes. You know, they don't need any help from anyone. Because they turned up here tonight at Hamden and deserved to beat us. Um, I thought they bossed the game brilliantly. I thought tactically they were brilliant. I thought technically they were very, very good indeed. And uh, if they go and play like they did tonight mm-hmm. in Wales, then I fancy them strongly to win that game. Yeah, I was, I was just looking for, uh, during the last break about what the manager said, you know, he says that was for the people of Ukraine, you know, and through a horrific time, and uh, I'm, I'm with the caller as well. I actually really hope that they get down to Wales and get the result, because I think for the for, for the people of Ukraine, I think it'd be great to look So basically, to Wales are going to feel the way, same way we did tonight, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody else apart from Mont, Wales will, will personal, be supporting Ukraine. More, more personal uh, choice, guys. Yeah. I would like to see them get down there and, and, and get some look forward to down the line I mean they were really good Mark that's the thing fine of course we can and we should we were good players we weren't at it they were really good I, I, you know whether it's working or personally seen a lot of teams come to Hamden even when Scotland are good or Scotland are bad and it, it, was, it was very accomplished I, I was if they play like that Wales they'll beat Wales they will I know Wales have got superstars that can turn on at any given moment but that was a, as complete a team performance as I've seen at Hamden for a long time the way they controlled the game when they scored their goals they should have had more alright they let Scotland into that and they looked shaky for 10 minutes but even after that they actually could have added before the third so this team are a good side you don't get to the quarters of the Euros if you're not do you know who I think takes a a big part in the back tonight their manager their coach I thought tactically was brilliant we talk about our strength the middle part he dominated Midler Park. Mm. He dominated. He didn't allow the balls to Gilmore, McGregor, McGinn, because that's why they were so quiet. He forced us to play yeah. long balls to Dykes and outshooted them, and, and they won the game tactically. And that's well. why it, ha- it has to be more than just saying, well, Gilmore didn't play well, or, you know, or McGinn didn't play well. It felt like... It, took, it felt like they were never able to be even no. in the area to play they t- well. They, t- they took the game away from us. I, I said that before, and what I mean is... They kept the ball, they were popping it round us, they, t- they took everything, you know, from us wanting to start the game well and, and, and the ascendancy at home, get the fans on our back, they sucked that out of us. We didn't help ourselves because we were going long too much, but their players in the middle of the park sucked that away from us. Yep, tough night, must be said. Uh, thank you to Andy, 0141951125. Let's bring in Martin in Coat Bridge. Uh, where did it go wrong for you, Martin? All right, guys, how are you doing? I'll tell you right, my yeah, good. Good start here. 
feeds into your frustration doesn't it that, that's the whole point you know we talk about um, Gilmore and, and McGregor they have, they have been successful for Scotland if you can go and hand, if you can go and handle a midfield battle at Wembley if you can handle a midfield battle against Denmark if you can get to this position you should be able to do it tonight you just can't do it every game and whether it was tactically as you guys say uh, that, for me, they get outnumbered in the middle of the park, the rotation, and uh, Yarmenko coming in narrow as well. Uh, just get an overload in that middle of the park, whether they were playing through the lines or whether they were playing through the two sitting guys in the middle of the park. Uh, and I know Martin's coming on, he's disappointed with the midfield, but even if you go back to the back line early on as well, they were giving goals, they were getting in far too easy in both flanks. And then a straight ball, defensive line's not quite, for me, it was too aggressive. You know, you have to drop off. And give yourself a chance could, to recover. Could get a grip in the game, could they? Really? They could get a grip. Even when they won the ball, we were losing it quickly. They yeah. were getting back out of possession. That, for me, that's how you have to complement Ukraine because yes. you know, as much as they were great on the ball, they put a, pre, a, yeah, a pressure on us as well, okay. which resulted in long balls. So it suited. We played into their hands, and that the game plan didn't quite work until we'd done the tactical change at like mm -hmm. 10, 15 minutes in the second half. McTominay went into the middle of the park. Christie had an impact, and then you had that little spell. But out with that, mm. second best. Look, look, we always say we, we try and a word of caution. You can't always be, you know, captain hindsight and say, ah, well, that just shows you you should have played this one or that one. A lot of people were happy to see Aaron Hickey. Yes, but Martin, Martin makes the point. It was one of the only sort of big calls if you like that Stevie Clark had to make because a lot of it picked itself which on reflection might seem strange because a lot of it didn't work but you know Stephen O'Donnell might, might he be sitting tonight feeling well I know I'm I know I play for Motherwell I know I get a lot of stick but go and take yourself through the record books look at every big game Scotland have won or drawn recently I very rarely 
let us down defensively. I think you're right. I think when you look at those big games that Stephen O'Donnell's produced for Scotland, there was probably always an argument. Well, we were on the show a lot, mean does it, it fell on a Thursday night and we argued the point about Stephen O'Donnell or if it was Parson or someone else. And it was Stephen O'Donnell, even if he wasn't in the best of form for Motherwell, he would still get the nod and he would still do well against world class. We, we, all, we all felt as if he was going to go with him tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah I thought uh, I said because of experience 25 cap. I think he's two big decisions tonight. Well, the right wing back and the left centre back. And I've got to say, and I've still not seen Cooper having a good game for Scotland for me. Mm. I think that I he was good in the Denmark game last yeah, time. I, I, I look down south and he plays at a great level. For me tonight, and I'm look, you can pick it, you can pick holes in the full team. But for me tonight, the first goal is so important. And for a guy with the experience that he's got, positionally, I couldn't believe what he was trying to do there. And a, and a 40, 50 yard ball over the top. That's schoolboy for me. That's, yeah. you, if you're playing at this level against top quality players like Ukraine's got, and you allow that to happen, you're going to get punished. Yeah, again, Mark, I just said we shouldn't always be captain hindsight, and now I'm going to do it. But, <laughs> but because of the absence of Kieran Tierney, and we all acknowledged, look, there isn't any replacement for Kieran Tierney yeah. anywhere in world football, really. Forget just the Scotland squad. Would you at the very least maybe have gone for Scott McKenna because he's the closest thing pace-wise to Kieran Tierney is, is, that, is that a fair complaint? I think, I think it's a good argument for that I think you, we've seen as well with McKenna in recent weeks that he's able to step in and actually play you know and play tailing passes I don't think Cooper's got that in his locker I even think when Cooper was on the ball and he had plenty of time straight balls into dykes that were over hit poor on the ball poor out of possession and it's, it's harsh singling a player out, but it, it was poor. So the, f the first goal's no pace. The first goal's uh, decision making. It can get you out of it, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, th I think he's killed himself. I don't think the, the quickest. Yarmolenko's not a sprinter either. See that ball the, where Cooper was. I don't think the quickest player in the world's recovering from that. He's, he's put himself out of position, and the balls went over the top, and it's absolute killer. I totally agree. I think when you look, we're a nation that will certainly miss guys like Tierney, of course. Well, but I just thought tonight for an experienced guy, that first goal, I think that gets us. If we get it nil nil at half time, I know it's a big if, we didn't really deserve to, but you can try and make the changes, be positive, try, but you shoot yourself in the foot that first goal for me. Alistair is in Falkirk. How are you feeling, Alistair? Uh, guys, <laughs> to be honest, but, like, I'm just in the car trying to get home. Um, I, I thought. Um, where I was sitting, I was in the upper south, you get great view of the the whole lot. And for me, I think we really missed a defensive-minded player tonight in midfield. Um, McGregor, McGann, Gilmar, they didn't have an ounce of defensiveness between them. And the whole team, I think, was caught between should we press, should we drop deep. And it just resulted in the whole midfield pushing up. Their forwards and midfielders just picking up that space in between defence and midfield. And I, I was screaming and shouting that we should have changed that after 20 minutes to putting four in midfield, put McTominay up. I thought he was shocking, but he was, for me, the worst player in the park. But put him up into midfield, let him just sit in the middle, and then let the other three do their thing. And, and I, I thought it was just another example of how... Tactically inept, Steve Clark can be, 
when they go and get tough, he just doesn't have a clue how to change it. And that, that, I, that, I think that's what caused us, you know, just overrunning midfield. See, in, in terms of defensively, I, I made the point before the show that Steve Clark, I, I think, built his reputation, built this team on making them hard to play against. Yeah. And, and there was a structure, and everyone knew their job. I thought tonight was the opposite. Yeah. I, th I think McGregor plays that role for Celtic, a holding midfielder. He knows it inside out. Gilmore can do it as well. But I thought at times him, mm -hmm. uh, they two and McGinn looked lost and they gave up the space behind them yeah. rather than the space in front of them, which I thought was odd. And it's, it was f as far removed to a Scotland Steve Clark performance as I've seen because there was homes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can understand, though, right? If you're Stevie Clark and you think, well, hold on, these two were defensive enough to <laughs> handle Wembley or whatever yeah. else. Listen, it it's because of the result and the nature of it that they're, 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 they're picking holes and yeah. they're disappointed. These these guys have performed really well for, for, for Scotland at times. I think we touched on it as a group. 30-35 minutes. Will McTominay going to the middle of the park. That proved to be the case in the second half. But again, you, you, sometimes you just need to take your hats off to the guys that are yeah. playing, playing against you. Because again, Gordon looks, Stevie Clark's the manager and we've just been knocked out of the World Cup so he deserves criticism. But Alistair's point was, it shows how tactically inept he is, because he doesn't know how to change it when things got tough. But he did change it, and we were better for the changes. See the other thing as well, yeah. Gordon, you, you talk about what was saying there about being hard to beat. I think everybody to a man before the game said, we're that wee bit bolder with the two up front. We're, yeah. we're going to play with two up front tonight. We were quite happy with that. I would get back to the Czech Republic game, the very first game of the Euros. I, th I thought we should have been bolder in yeah. that game. Yeah. I get, kind of swings in there. I, I go to the same point I, I've been making since the end of the game. Steve Clark's nothing to do with his position of, of Cooper. That's, that's responsibility from an experienced footballer. Now, he did change it tactically. Um, we were talking about going to a back four. He went to a back four. He brought on Christie. He made changes, brought on Armstrong. You know, there's only so much that a coach can do, but when you're up against a team on the night that are better than you, it's very difficult. Mm. You know, from the sidelines, St as Steve Clark, yes, he's lost a game and a very important one. He will take criticism. But if you look at the big picture, we're going forward in the right direction. It's a bit of a, a lesson tonight for us. We've got to realise that if we're going to go and qualify for big tournaments, and a game like tonight, we've all got mm. to be at it. We only had one tonight for me. I thought the goalkeeper yeah, held his own. The rest, I thought, were poor. Alistair, would John McGinn's chance have changed anything or would it just prolong the agony? Well, if the, if the same things happened after that chance, it would have been extra time. But um, that's just that You've got to take them kind of chances. And I couldn't believe he missed it. I, I could not believe he missed it. Um, but... That's just it. I mean, the whole McGinn especially just he just wasn't at it tonight. Um, I think if that if he scores if he scores that, it gives us a lot more time to try and to get back in. Um, but what can you do? That's it. Yeah, I mean, we, we sort of knew that you had that sense that it wasn't Scotland's night anyway. Already when you're outplayed, and then you see little things like that, or you see the one where McGregor charges down the goalie and it, it drops wide. It's a bad combination if you are outplayed and you don't get that little break to get you out of it either. Even in that uh, time, a little break, we were quite lucky. 
still to be round about the game because yeah. Greg Gordon yeah. has had a magnificent save yeah. in the first so we could have won in 2-0 sure, yeah, yeah. the game yeah, behind as well remember the one McGregor get back I think that yeah. was at 2-0 yeah. as well yes, we, were, we were just looking for something and, and when it falls to McGinn you think well it's not going to be our night I think that um, I'm agreeing with the boys we think that's a sitter of course we do but we've seen guys better than John McGinn missing chances on that he's tried to be too you know he's tried to place it in there to make sure and he's just got caught up in it and he's missed it he's had a poor night McGinn I've got to say but we get back in 2-1 even at 2-1 I didn't have the belief that we were going to get that that goal that could have taken us to extra time and give us an extra chance it was always going to be a counter attack the way they played the quality they had and they killed us off yeah that was the frustration you're looking even just for one other close Achieved yeah, to, to, yeah. to get handing up and, and, and sort of spook Ukraine a bit, but that didn't really happen. No, I never materialised, Gordon, because you're always thinking we're going to get that one more chance. As I said, I think if we'd have got the, the McGinn chance when it was a 67 minutes, yeah. still gives you 20 odd minutes plus injury time to, to, mm. to get that second opportunity, but it never quite materialised. I think, as I said earlier on, Gordon, I feel on the balance of play. Ukraine were excellent. Now, I said earlier on about, you know, we were a wee bit, you know, like tactically, you know, the callers come on there and mention about tactically. And I kind of blame the, the, the Ukrainians for that as well because they press us so aggressively, which results in you thinking, right, okay, I'll just need to get that sh- shell up to, to the big guy. And that became the pattern. And we never get any joy from it, really. Alistair, thanks for calling. There's only one thing worse than watching your team lose at hand in. It's the traffic trying to get home. So all the best. <laughs> There we go. Job done. At least we can make some these night. The football didn't deliver that for us. I think the traffic will be subsided by the time we leave. No, here. I'm about concerned. Are you, are, worry, you, are, you? are you still going to the shed with me? Yeah, we're going. Jim could be the only man ever to get in the shed with trackies and an Under Armour jumper on, and a pair of flip flops oh, on. Plenty of them in the shed. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Oh, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. It's been one of those nights we try and finish on a... on a, a We can't finish on a high. How can you when it's been a night like that? How would we start to sum it all up? Go round the table then, Gordon Deal. Uh, very disappointed, uh, Gordon. Uh, you've got to say we didn't deserve to go to Cardiff. Uh, all the credit goes to Ukraine. Steve Clark has really brought us on, gave us so much hope. We went into this game with hope tonight that we could reach that World Cup, but... Unfortunately, it's back to the drawing board and I'm sure these young players will bounce back. Yep, same. Not much more to add to that. Yeah, we're all gutted. Good save. You're going to lose to one team in the playoffs. It's the team that the rest of the world are supporting in Ukraine and yeah. we wish them all the best. Yeah, sad way to go, Gordon. Uh, however, it's been a decent campaign. A lot of positives to take throughout, albeit it doesn't feel that way tonight. And I wish uh, Ukraine all the luck in the world uh, come Sunday. Yeah, same sentiments. As I say, outclassed tonight by a, a very, very good Ukrainian team. Uh, and I think they were going to beat Wales at the weekend and qualify for the World Cup. Yeah, it wasn't to be silver lining, Gordon Diel. I know you say this to yourself every day, but at least you're not Mark Wilson. Because guess what? He has to relive it all again <laughs> tomorrow with Andrew McLean here on Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I'll go back and try and enjoy my summer holiday. Hopefully it hasn't been ruined too much. All the best to Mark. Uh, and Andrew and that's about it it wasn't to be it was a game that promised so much and delivered so little commiserations to Steve Clark and the players it's been a hard night for the Tartan Army but of course congratulations to Ukraine 
we can't grudge them those scenes at the end hopefully they do go on get the victory in Cardiff and head to the World Cup in what we felt was our place but it wasn't to be this time the post-mortem does continue with Andrew and Mark tomorrow and in the meantime Callum Gallagher is up next